ESPN teams are deeper. They're all like all these are ten team leagues. They're the points, the scoring changes. What's up, Mister Bay? Yeah, we're live. League to oh, league. Hey. How you doing today? Oh, what's up, everybody? I got my. I don't even have my. Yeah, Ray always sneaks up on us. We never know when we're going live. (laughs) Hey, and you know what? You guys wouldn't have known right away unless somebody came in and just made a comment. (laughs) Yeah, no, I wouldn't have known. So, um, ask any questions you have. By the way, the scoring varies between um, half point and full point, and uh, four point for passing touchdown and six point for passing touchdown. But uh, and I, I don't think that actually matters that much. Um, I think the biggest difference is that on ESPN uh, preseason, the rankings were much different. There were a lot more value plays that you could make on an ESPN drafts if everybody was just drafting based on the queue, you know, right. than on Yahoo. It, Yahoo was much better about um, putting the actual good players towards the top. Yeah, that makes I, total sense. <clears throat> Mr. Bay, did you did you like lurk? Because I the name seems familiar, but I don't I can't recall every like too many conversations. Who? This person is asking me questions. We Mr. Bay is asking me questions. Our guy on already. He said he used to watch me for hours on end back in the day. Huh. Uh, well, yeah, but he didn't say that you were online at the time. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I <laughs> know. <laughs> uh, so. Um, uh, should we, are we going to kick off with a Homer minute? Yeah, okay. let's do it. Let's do it. Right. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You want to start? You want me to? Um, I, I can go quick because I don't think I need a minute. I think um, <laughs> we're packing it in, folks. <laughs> and I had the thought, um, I think, you know, with Aaron Donald out, um, possibly for, I think they might just. They're just shutting people down. Yeah. Because just, just, like, uh, Sam, um, or Sam, um, uh, Matt Stafford cleared the concussion protocol. But they're still not going to play him this weekend, and still like. I think he's got a sore neck or it's maybe un- a bunion or something. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. Well, it, why? If you're not going to make the playoffs? No, no, you know? I completely agree yeah. with the decision. Like uh, I'm not arguing. And if I'm a Rams fan, I'm like, good job. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I'm yeah. a Rams fan, I'm not our, mad. At least our you know picks in rounds four through seven will be really good. <laughs> <laughs> and other teams are going to be super happy with you guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'm getting that's what I'm getting at the water cooler a lot. All, is, all those Rams know, picks are hot. You know, at least you know you guys are up on the on the. And draft. you know what? Honestly, if you think about it, you guys are um, socioeconomically just superior to everybody because, like, you you did the thing where you got your goods, and now you're giving back. <laughs> <laughs> There you Listen, go. Because <laughs> how often does that happen? Where a team makes these deals, you know, where they like they send away, like they send away their picks and pick up a superstar. And it's like, yeah, okay, those are you send away your first round draft pick, and it's going to be it's going to be like a thir- number thirty pick for the next three or four years yeah. or whatever. It's like, well, not necessarily. With the, you never know. Like any of the teams that got the Rams picks in 2023, 2024, probably like yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's basically it. We'll see what happens next year. We'll see what Bryce Perkins. Kyron Williams, right? I did pick him up on a little sneak peek to DraftKings. I did pick him up on my DraftKings lineup because he's going to be getting a lot of the work. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, Honestly, I I like what your team's doing in that they're shutting down their stars and they're seeing what they have in the rest Mm -hmm. and and looking to next year. I think it's, I mean, I wish more, like if my team was in that situation, I wish they would do that too. But my team, <laughs> Tomlin wants that the, that winning record too bad. You <laughs> certainly have to, and Sean McVay is uh, pretty good at um, 
testing things sometimes. You know what I mean? But it, it's just unfortunate it took this for him to get away from pass the ball to Cooper Cup, pass the ball to Cooper Cup, pass the ball to Cooper Cup. You know, so. <laughs> yes, that is frustrating, isn't it? Because <laughs> it, because like you get to the you get to a point where it's like yeah, um, we actually have some more talent on the team. You know, some of these guys maybe could have contributed while Cooper Cup was still helping and before everything fell apart. But anyway, um, yeah, I would I wouldn't be too excited about watching the the final six games either. Yeah, like I say, it, it, if you're a fan, it's still worth watching because mm-hmm. it's you know fun to see who's developing and what's going on. But yeah, I well, mean, from a fantasy perspective, it's fun to, <laughs> to start, start players the against the Rams against now. Because yeah. I mean, it, for you know the last several years, the Rams have been a team that you're like, oh, you're, my my guys are playing against the Rams this week. That's you know, it's, it's gonna hurt. Down, yeah. down, downgrade, and now it's like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> We're playing against the Rams this weekend. Well, it's more like what start everybody is playing against the Rams. No, not but... not if Aaron Donald's out. <laughs> no, no, like what defense it, is starting against? I the know, Rams? Like but this... not just but not just that. If oh, Aaron yeah, Donald's yeah. out, if Aaron yeah. Donald's out, it's just open season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, it is. And I and I picked uh, a running back against so the Ken Rams. Ken Walker to the moon. Oh, no, one of your lineups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ken Walker this weekend. <clears throat> Yeah, he's he's definitely a, mm-hmm. dude. It seems like we say that every weekend, you know. What yeah, I mean? but the Ken last Walker's. couple weeks hasn't been great. And, and the he's touchdown saved up. him last week. Yeah, but yeah. Um, the week the last two weeks, his he has not been great. Yards per, yardage wise, you're right. Yeah. But he he keeps getting but, those touchdowns. But Seattle as a touches. team has hit the wall a little bit. Agreed. And he's he's going. I think he went up in price too. Walker did. I think this this week. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, so he's about seven thousand. Yeah. yeah, but was has he's he been? He's been right around that. Has he? Okay. Weeks. Uh, yeah, I think this seven might be his highest, but I think he was like sixty nine last yes. week or something. Yeah. So yeah. Um, let's see, Steelers. Um, we got a win last week. Yay! Uh, <laughs> tore up the Saints. Uh, that was nice. The Colts. Um, it was the Colts, buddy. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Sorry, wrong week. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, the Colts uh, did not put up much of a fight. Um, I don't know. It, it doesn't matter. Uh, basically uh, it comes down to uh, Pickett and Pickens and these guys and how they're developing and what's going on. Uh, our defense is starting to play well again. We, we have some secondary issues still, but people are healing and, um, you know, next year our defense is going to be amazing again. We'll get and, next uh, year. And our, our weapons are developing. Um, Kenny, uh, Pickett definitely uh, looked a lot better this week. I think, um, had, a you know, no interceptions. Yay. Uh, but not just that. It, it looked like he was doing the, the right things at the right time and, uh, you know, taking baby steps forward. So um, definitely better than he looked four or five weeks ago. You don't think you got saved by Jeff Saturday's bad decision making at the end of the game? At the end of the game? Yeah. No, I when, mean, like when Matt Ryan made that scramble and they get they go from the second and 14 to like third and three. And they they get up there and they just let the the clock run. They let like thirty seconds run off the clock and then run a draw play to Jonathan Taylor, then call a timeout. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, don't let's not let's not call a timeout yet. Let's let thirty seconds run off the clock. Then we'll let Jonathan Taylor fall down. Then we'll call a timeout. Yeah, that was helpful. <laughs> I don't think that was necessary. <laughs> I think we were winning the game either way, but yes, you, I mean they were, they were at the twenty yard line with like a minute to go. Like they call a time. They had all three of their timeouts there. They call a timeout there. They get a good play in, and even if they don't get a like get it on third down, you you compose yourself and you get a couple of plays that you like right then and there, rather than just the one because they they ran one play and it was like 
the play was there. Um, I, if I remember correctly, uh, he he just dropped the ball. Uh, I can't remember who he threw it to. If it was Mo, one of those gigantic tight ends that the Colts have. <laughs> right. Um, that was the biggest takeaway from that game for me. By the way, was Jelani Woods with like eight catches. Like, I don't know if you saw that. If you noticed that, John, mm, Jelani Woods he had eight yeah. catches in the game. It was ridiculous. That's, yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't know, but it was really funny considering Juan just needed one catch from Paris Campbell. <laughs> That's why you noticed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, but yeah, I, um, I don't know. I, I just I didn't understand that at, at that point. Like I was just I'm I'm going. You know I'm not I'm just casually watching the game. I'm like oh okay timeout. Oh they're not going to call a timeout. Oh that was bad. Like that he's right. like yeah. just my immediate takeaway is he's going to get killed for that. Like you're watching that live, and you're like, they're definitely going to bring that up after the of game course, is over. Of course, this is his first time doing it. He's going to make mistakes. I mean, he's doing it mid-season. Like he got thrown into the fire, man. I don't understand how anybody makes that mistake. I don't get it. I, I hear you. That, yeah, that, it's a big one. Don't don't get me wrong. That's yeah. That's yeah. That's why you should hire real coaches. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. He is a real coach. All right. Real so how boy. are your Cowboys doing? Uh, they are doing exactly the same as the last time we spoke because they haven't played a game since then. Oh yeah. So how do you? Feel? Oh, well, you're, and you're still feeling Colts, great. So. No, nothing's changed on the uh, OBJ front. He's still like flirting with a bunch of teams before he, you know, decides to shack up with the Cowboys, which is probably going to happen. Do, do you soon. want him on your team? I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've never I, I've never been a fan of OBJ. Yeah. Um, I I'm. I am not blind to his talent, though. Right. And, like, he definitely did help the Rams last year. It's true. Um, so I think, he, I think he could help. But he is, there's also a, a decent chance that he goes in and kind of blows up the team a little bit, too. I don't like think does, so. Does crazy antics. I think it's more likely that he gets beat up by Micah Parsons in the locker room. What did he get thrown off the plane for? Do you, did you hear about that? No, I didn't. I, did, I, I didn't read about it. But the, I, the reason I didn't read about it is because the Cowboys seem to just not care. Right. Like the response out of Dallas was, the, you know, it's not immediately. Not, you know, yeah. Not, like not a big cares? deal. Like we're still pursuing him. But to me, like that just shows this. He this always guy does dumb chaos. stuff. He yeah. is. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. It, but he belongs in Dallas. Speaking, what happened with Antonio Brown this week? I, I heard something, but I didn't really see any. <laughs> Every week with Antonio Brown. And something like, about a standoff you, with police? Um, <laughs> like seriously, in I, Tampa, yeah, is that what in, happened in, in Tampa? So that's the the hilarious thing to me because I that was what I asked was like where where did that happen, and and then uh, whoever it was that was telling me about it was reading it in Tampa. Like, so you're kidding me, right? Like, so he just like walked out of the game, caught an Uber to his house, and just like didn't go anywhere afterwards. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's been there ever like, since. He's been in Tampa ever since. But um, some of the things that he tweets would lead you to believe that he just like he would rather still be playing football for the Buccaneers than doing anything else because like he'll because he'll talk talk about how um bad they're doing, you know, mm -hmm. about how they haven't replaced him, which is true. Like if, you know, they had Antonio Brown doing Antonio Brown stuff on their team, they'd be a lot better. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, depending on how how much of a distraction he's going to be this time, depending you know? on if he's wearing his pads or not, right. you know, if he's not, if he's whether he's under arrest or not. Yeah, he's sticking in the glass. game. Come on, start drinking beer. More important, the glass. Right on. Thank you, sir. 
See, did we have any um, bets? So, um, we did. You guys see. usually. Oh, I. Oh my God! You're gonna drink twice for Camara right now. I totally forgot about that. You bet <laughs> on Camara over Connor and Montgomery. You got crushed. Montgomery had a good week too. I know Connor did. Uh, oh, Con- oh yeah, Montgomery did too. Can I? Can I do my um, Robinson Bomar right now? You might as well. <laughs> he's out for the season, so yeah, he's done. Okay, they, they, I'll erase it, it if you want to do it. And yeah, actually, it. you I'll should do. It right do. Now. What's that? You should take yours too, because OBJ which, which is definitely going to score more points than Robinson did this year. <laughs> Wait, we have got season anything. long OBJ versus Robinson. I have OBJ. You have Allen Robinson. From that's the bet from like January. Back from when this is before he made Atlanta team. This is, I wouldn't do it. Allen Robinson was <laughs> not a Ram at the time. And OBJ Doesn't Robinson was. have like three touchdowns? That's what I'm saying. I'm, I, it's a joke. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. like, what are you talking about? Bro? OBJ oh, has. I, I took you serious too. I, I was like, yeah. OBJ, has, OBJ hasn't scored yet, but he will definitely what score more. What does he more. know that I don't? <laughs> he he might not even land a team. Uh, he will score. He's going to be in Dallas, and he will probably score more fantasy points over the course of the rest of the season than Allen Robinson scored this season. I, I wouldn't make that bet. Let me look. I, 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 let me look but touchdowns when, are when do a you funny expect thing. him to play his first game? And how healthy is he going to be? You know, that, you those know, are big questions. We're we're already in December. So, we, so. so if he play, if he plays, if he start, if he plays in week fifteen, and that's what that's that would be my expectation that he mm-hmm. that he plays in week fifteen. So that's four games: 15, 16, 17, 18. He would have to score eighty-five points and get three touchdowns. All right, cool. I'm, so. It took him three games to get acclimated to the Rams last season. I'm not saying it would take him just as long, but that's that well, last season. And he's coming off injury now, too. So um, He was last year, too. Was it, was, what kind of injury was it? ACL. Same, oh. It was the same. Was it Supposed- same, same side? Same, side or same knee. Supposedly, it wasn't fixed right the first time. Okay. He was in Cleveland when it got fixed, and lots of things don't get fixed in Cleveland. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, I don't know where he had his surgery done. Because that doesn't mean anything. Oh, KC versus Jets. Who, who scored there? What was that? The defense? Mm-hmm. Pass that Bomar bottle. Oh, yeah. Might as well just fucking do it. Pay it up. Enjoy, I hate sir. to pay up all this stuff, you know, one night. <laughs> all in one night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, we, we bet on that? That is weird. That is a weird bet. I think that was preseason, man. We make weird bets preseason. No, no, this was those top two. I'm talking about the top two. Oh. The KC versus New York Jets defense. That's the weird one. Yeah, that was a little more uh, whimsical, I think. <laughs> we weren't super serious about that one, but. Yeah, it makes it harder to look up here. So, Kansas City probably won that one because they were worth 50. They scored a touchdown last week, I think. No, they, no, but they had a, they had some points. But. It was fifteen. All right, so I O two and U O one. Man, Camara, <laughs> come on, man. He's been doing that to me a lot this year. That that New Orleans uh, offense just whew. woofers. Not not so good. And and um, Connor, excuse me. Um, Montgomery was 14 and a half points. Connor was 20 last week. And Camaro was like seven. Or seven. Eight. Yeah. Cool, cool. All right. Well, here's one. Here's to you, buddy. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. He said, here's one. Load me up. 
Uh-oh. It's going to have to be Don Julio for you, sir. Oh, darn. All right, so shall we uh, break into the games? As soon as I get loaded up here. Let me see that Bowmore, and let me have a beer. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Wait, you need a Bowmore. He, he's been asking for it, man. I'm you sorry. I'm sorry. It. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was looking up stats. <laughs> Can this stuff be lit on fire? <laughs> I don't know. No. What's the proof to, to light on fire? 90? 45. Oh, proof 90, yeah. Yeah. yeah so. so we can light the maker's mark on fire if we want. And the pirate uh, and the stolen rum <laughs> that we have up there. Or I have up there. Uh, to paying up, huh? No. Uh, to paying our bets. Yeah. Paying the dudes. <laughs> Ooh, baby. That's how we solve arguments around here. <clears throat> we make shot bets. And uh, the following week. And everybody we feels to... good afterwards. Yep. <laughs> there are no losers. There you that go. Should, that tastes like gasoline. <laughs> Except for Ray. <laughs> I forgot. The <laughs> bet is a loser. <laughs> Ooh, I hope I don't have to taste that again. I really, I really do. I have the aftertaste of tire in my mouth. Mm. All right. Let me er- erase those bets. Yeah, the the Robinson, the Robinson, the t- top two, and then the Robinson ten TDs one can go away. First game up the spell. Ooh, that's oh McLaurin versus Garrett Wilson for a Bowmore is going to be so close. That is. Garrett Wilson. I, I think Garrett Wilson's about to go off. Dude, I've got Garrett, Garrett Wilson in a couple of places, so I, I don't know who I'm rooting for anymore I have on him, that bet. I have him everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Poor Bowmore. It's the punishment alcohol. It's so bad. <laughs> so bad. It, it's so expensive and so bad. <sighs> uh, somebody passed me a beer. Oh, yeah. Let me get started. All right. First up. Uh, oh, wait. i got to pull the timer up. Do, 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 do. First up, let's do it. Oh, let me switch this. Do screen. it. YouTube, there we go. All right. First up, we have Pittsburgh at Atlanta Falcons. Pittsburgh at plus one, over under at 43. With uh, If you're betting on the Steelers, minus 115. And if you're betting on the Falcons, minus 105. Uh, so basically a, a pick them here, which, uh, which makes sense for the records and whatnot. But... Um, I, I think this, you know, and obviously I'm a homer, but uh, I, I think the Steelers have a really good chance of winning this game. I, yeah, uh, I'd, I, I'd put us at 70, 75%. I win. expect the Steelers to win this game, too. Um, I, I just not, think we have a better team, and we're coming together right now where the Falcons are just kind of like, well, what's going to happen next year? Yeah, the, they're just kind of, you know, trying things right now. There's not a whole lot exciting that's coming out of Atlanta the last few weeks. They shut Kyle Pitts down this week. Um so, yay, Drake London, maybe? Mm. No, I don't, I don't no, think so. I wouldn't. Like, I, yeah, I'm still, I, I really wanted Drake London to happen this year, and I still really like him. And I think that because uh, he's had such a mediocre um, rookie season and they were willing to stick with uh, Mariota the whole year, maybe he's somebody you could buy low on in Dynasty. Yeah. And I'm going to try for sure this offseason. 
because I like him. And as soon as and like, he's shown talent, and out I there. think as soon as uh, Atlanta makes a quarterback change, he'll be like really hard to get in Dynasty because he's he's a really talented player. But um, and then on the other side, you got George Pickens. So that's I think that's the thing that I'm watching in this game most is George Pickens and and Drake London, just seeing what they do on, on offense on the on either side. But the funny thing is, you're not starting either one in fantasy. No, you're not. <laughs> you should. You should well, maybe Pickens. I mean, you, Pickens, you can like, start Pickens, Pickens is, in your flex in, if you need in full to. PPR, but Pickens I'm, has I think four straight games of 10 plus points so, uh, not last week i think last week i think he was, was right it? at 10 okay he was right at 10 last week um so and he is the main target for Pickett. so i mean like you you can always start Atlanta's, pickens Atlanta's but is also weak against mm. receivers so i i think this is i if you're gonna start him like if you've been yeah. waiting to start him and you've been like i don't know um let's see who you're not I, starting who, him over a lot of people I, though who would i start him over this week that's let's see zay jones I would not start him over Zay Jones. Well, see that that that, um, that says a lot right there. I well, Zay Jones has been you know balling lately. Okay. So um, I let's see. I would. It's funny. Brandon Cooks isn't going to play, but <laughs> I would I would start him over Deontay Johnson. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we just said he was the number one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, I'm, I'm saying. Like people, there's probably a lot of people that have been starting Deontay Johnson no, this year. I, I almost dropped Deont- um, Deontay Johnson this week like, <laughs> for a spare quarterback. Jamar Chase is back, so I would I'd start him over Tyler Boyd. Um, let's see, who else would I start him over? I'd start him over the Packers guys. Okay, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So he's right in that range. You can you can get there if you need to. Hopefully you don't. I, I think he's top thirty. <clears throat> you know, thirty six at least. Okay, yeah. right, right in that range. Yeah, like, you're you're going to rank him, you know, twenty eight to thirty six, some, cool, somewhere. Yeah, you're well, hoping so, not to start one so of those if you're guys. Starting three, but so if, if you, you, start, do, you do. if you're starting three receivers in a flex, it's hard not to start yeah. him. Like you're in a good spot if you're not starting him. So on okay, the Steelers, so, I I do think you you want to so uh, start the, the Muth this the important week. Question, I wore my shirt because I think the Muth is going to get. I agree this with week. that. Too. I think he's going to have a very good week. Uh, fit him in your lineup if you can. What do you think about Najee Harris? Uh, well, he's he's uh, listed as healthy now. Says he's going to play. No, no, he's listed as healthy. Yeah. Like he he's no, got yeah. no questionable tag now, so he is going to play. And um, makes me happy because my opponent this week in our league picked up Jalen Warren. Jalen Warren uh, and Jalen Warren all of a sudden went went uh, questionable. Mm-hmm. So I don't think and late in the week, I, I just I don't think Warren's going to play. I think Najee is going to play. He's mm-hmm. going to get most of the work. I agree. And then you know Snell or who McFarland might get a few carries, but who cares? Don't don't you dare start them. Yeah, no. You, but you can. I think you can start Najee. You definitely think, can start Najee. So I think in this game, like I'm looking to start Najee. I'm looking to start Fryermuth. I'm looking. I'm, I might be looking. I'm like. I think it's hard for me not to start Pickens in this game. That's how I, I kind of okay. feel about it. Like I, I'm more on the oh, I'll feel bad. You, if I you don't feel start slightly him. better about him than I do, and I feel um, good about that. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> I like and then, I like that confidence. And, and I love the Pittsburgh defense this week. Mariota yes, Mariota yes. has the problem turning the ball over under pressure. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Pittsburgh D is a very good play this week, especially DFS. So <laughs> anybody going Falcons? Heck no. Not on this show. <laughs> Next up, we have the Broncos at the Ravens. The Broncos <laughs> at plus nine and a half. The over/under at thirty-nine and a half. If you're betting on the Broncos, you're at plus three thirty, and if you're betting on the Ravens, wow. minus four ten. The Ravens are nine so, and a half point favorites. That's a mistake. I, that and, seems uh, crazy. And now, like, and I would here's, smash the Broncos if I'm playing the line. I'm so glad that the first thing out of your mouth was the the Raven the, was a question about the Ravens that's being crazy. a nine and a half point favorite because the first thing I was going to say is that. Last week the Ravens did exactly what I said that they had, like they proved 
they are exactly what I said that I thought they were a few weeks ago, and that's yeah. that they're going to play up and down to their competition. It, it, it's funny because okay. I was wa- watching on Red Zone and stuff, and I kept I just kept seeing them falter, and I'm just like, oh, that's Ken, who they Ken's, are. Ken's got a point, you know what I mean? That, it's that, funny because I, I I really I remembered your arguments there, and I was like, you know. He's right. Baltimore really is not going anywhere. It this doesn't year. doesn't make any sense. Like because they they are too good to to lose some of the games that they that they've lost, and they just and they they have no real like impressive wins. They're win like they're a seven and four team with a lot of close victories and a, right. and their four losses have all been really close. Yeah. Um. And so I I just kind of think that's who they are. So I I um I wouldn't be like I picked the under in this game. Because uh, their offense has struggled against you know mediocre defenses. Exactly. Um, so I and Denver's defense is good. The only the, the only question, and this is like, and this is funny because you like to take the emotion out of things and, and be more um, uh, calculating about it. And now the the Broncos have had an excellent defense so far, but at what point does you know does that break and they just kind of give up a little? bit? Because now they're now, now they're three and eight, they're they're definitely not going to the playoffs this year. Do like do the guys on defense start to take us you know take a little bit off? And I don't know that that that's a, that's a hard thing to say. I I personally don't really think so because they are professionals. You, Did you, you they saw are professionals, the defense yelling you, at Wilson. They this are week. professionals, <laughs> but how often do you see a team that finishes with five or six wins with a top five, top ten defense? It just that those two things don't go together, and and there's lots of reasons for that, um, and 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 it doesn't mean that the defense none of those defenses were talented, but it is hard to continue to go out there and and put up dominant performances because the Broncos defense has put up some dominant performances this year, I agree. and they deserve and then still lose because they deserve to be a six and five team, yeah, at least, at least they if deserve. their offense could average nineteen points. Yeah. It's really that, you know what yeah, I mean? It's really they, bad. They'd have a nice so, record. So that being said, um, like I, I'm not willing to bet that this is the game that the Broncos defense just gives up and allows the the Ravens to score 30 points. I would bet the under on this game. Uh, I'm not excited about starting any of the Ravens pieces. Um, mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson has come up with a quad injury this yep. week. Um, so it's Mark Andrews and nothing else really. Yeah. And I'm not excited about starting Mark Andrews exactly. either. But I mean, you got I mean, to. You have to. You have to. You're not, yeah, because you're not pivoting off but, of Mark Andrews. Yeah. But you don't expect it to be one of his like 25 point nope. games. That's, just not, that's probably not in the cards. <laughs> and then you're never excited to like, start anybody on Denver. <laughs> you can start like, Sutton. Maybe, maybe if like you're the, desperate, you the, start Murray. The Ravens defense has been better lately. So you're not even yeah. really excited about starting their receivers. Which oh, is, no, you're not. You know, no, I'll say you're, you'd, you'd prefer to avoid the team altogether. Like yeah. that would be your preference, but yeah. maybe you start yeah, Sutton or, or Murray in desperation. And uh, so we're picking the Ravens somehow. Still, I just don't. We don't like yeah. them by nine and a half yeah. points. Like yeah. we we down talked yeah. the Ravens a lot there, yeah, <laughs> because we don't like them by nine and a half points over anybody. I don't. I don't. But I still think they're going to win. Yeah, I agree. Because I think I think that AFC North division is going to come down to the next uh, Ravens Bengals matchup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> next one. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. Move okay. On. So let's move on. <clears throat> I own you. <laughs> I still own you. <laughs> Next up, we got the Packers uh, against the Bears. Um, Packers are at minus three and a half. The over/under at forty-five. If you're betting on the Packers, you're at minus one eighty. If you're betting at the on the Bears, plus one fifty-five. Um, 
Justin Fields is going to play. Mm-hmm. Yay! Fantasy football is alive in this That's game. True. That is basically what that means. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Because the Bears games without Justin Fields, you know, playing at the Justin Fields level that we've come to expect over the last month, not watchable. But with Justin Fields doing his thing, must see TV. Yeah, especially fantasy wise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just, yeah, like, you, just turn, you just turn. Yeah, you turn around. Justin Fields just scored another fifteen points. What? <laughs> right, <laughs> he's broke off a seventy-yard touchdown run. Uh, yeah, so um, I'm ex- I'm I'm actually like a little excited to watch this game because because of Aaron Rodgers and how he, he's talked so much trash to the to the Bears. Yeah, and like the bear like the Bears have their have a guy now. You know they can score some points. Um, so I. I I really want to see this game go down to the wire the way that the Bears Lions game did a few weeks ago. You know, and something we, we talked a little bit earlier, but um, what about Rogers' uh, injury? Like, what, what's going on with that? He like, says he says he's been playing through it for a while. The injury that he's complaining about now, he sustained in the Giants game. So I'm not worried about it at all. No, you, you know about the punctured lung. Yeah, so, yeah, it was the rib thing. The, yeah, yeah. yeah, so apparently that was uh, a, a precautious thing. Um, so, um, my understanding of the situation is they took him to the locker room. They took x-rays. The x-rays were negative. However, Aaron Rodgers um, was short of breath. He was struggling. He was struggling to breathe. And he was apprehensive about going back into the football game because of his knowledge of the, uh, medical process <laughs> in that and that he knows that now and this this makes sense like that and a um preliminary x-ray that happens immediately after an injury isn't always going to tell you what you need because there could be swelling in mm-hmm. the way uh, of things so like getting the x-ray then getting the mri and then get possibly getting another x-ray you know afterwards these that's that's common for you know, if you think you really think you broke a bone, um, so uh, my understanding though is that he went through all of that this week, and there's no no extra damage there. Um, but it was for him, it was like a um, kind of an emotional response because he uh, recalled a 2015 playoff game where Randall Cobb took a shot and. Um, the and he took got X-rays and they were negative, but it turned out the he had punctured his lung and they didn't find out until afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, so that was in his, okay. that was definitely in his mind when he was deciding whether or not he was going to go back into the game. And so now he's uh, I, I bruised ribs. I guess would be you know the diagnosis mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. He's got that thumb injury, but, which but, is causing him some issues. So I, you know, I'm not but saying he's still putting up decent numbers. Yes, and, and, and he has been. Yeah. Um, he hasn't had any monster games. And like, if you were going to bet so do you on think one, this is going to be a monster he, game. If he was only going to have one all year long, I would bet that this is it. <laughs> 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 like, because it's like Aaron Rodgers, and it, like if you think this is going to be Aaron Rodgers' last season, like he would he would want to put it on the Bears one more time. So off the, just you know off the top of your head, like what number quarterback do you think he would be this week in your if, in your internal rankings? You know what I mean? Just off the cuff. I can't see him being outside my top twelve. Okay, and, and I'd agree he'd be in my top twelve too, but he'd I, be my probably my ten, eleven, or twelve. 
Like I would, so I'd rather start him this week than like Tua. Ooh, I'm starting Tua. That's, that's spicy. Yeah, Tua's playing at the 49ers. I, I think I'd rather. I think I'd like, rather. Play, I'd play Tua. And I've watched. Oh, um, can I put that one on the board? Yeah. Yes. Aaron Rodgers right. versus Tua yes. this week. Yes. Yeah, I love I that love I'm it. betting on Aaron Rodgers on a weekly basis now. This is this is fun for me. Because he's failing, so, <laughs> so I, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not even upset. It's like either I win the bet or Aaron Rodgers fails. fails. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, are you going Packers? Then? Uh, I am going to pick the Packers. Aaron Rodgers is going to play. Um, Aaron Jones is going to play. Uh, I, yeah, I. I'll take the uh, pack. We'll, we'll take uh, one more time for Aaron Rodgers to own the Bears. Oh, Ray, you like Chicago there? He has done this a couple of times this season, and he's been right. <laughs> he's picked, so, picked the Bears at home twice this year, he, and he like he picked them over the 49ers to start week one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and, and I, I do have a buddy at work that does pretty well betting sports, and he's you know he says divisional game uh, at home and at home dog yeah. take them every time. So so uh, we next up we have which is my tournament pick of the week Jacksonville versus uh, Detroit Jacksonville plus one over under at fifty one uh, if you're betting on the Jags minus one ten and if you're betting on the Lions minus one ten yeah this is the fun game of the weekend this is yeah here's what I have to say woohoo this is my we're turn- gonna have some fun my tournament game <laughs> yeah no there's there's this looks like an offensive game. Um, the, the the tricky part is is this might be one team dominating another and it might just and one you thing think might so? say, no no I don't think so I'm I'm saying there's a lot of chances here like uh, there's a lot of things that can happen in this game we've got two bad teams so so you always have to be cautious uh, I don't I don't agree with that statement that two these two four and seven teams aren't bad these are this <laughs> is to me. The, this is the best game that we've we've talked about so far. Oh, this is gonna be the most fun game. No, no, no. But I mean, this is like this to me. This is the most even game that we've talked about so far too. Like, amongst, okay. To me, the okay. They're both teams are four and seven. Yes. They're not going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Probably not making the playoffs this year. But both playing hard still is what you're saying. And showing signs, really good signs. Like for the Lions, they're showing signs that they're going to play defense next yep. year. And for the Jaguars, they're showing signs that they actually did get it right at quarterback. Yeah. And uh, both like, of these teams are, I feel, and the Steelers are all kind of doing the same thing where they're just, they're really putting things on the line see, for I, next year. Now I, now I feel like um, teams like the Steelers and the Falcons and the Bears are a step behind the Lions and the Jaguars. Wow. That's I like I, that's how I feel because like because I like to, to me, bet on that but that's a really long bet to me the Lions <laughs> and the Jet well okay well, uh, let's see how well, are you talking that? years long <laughs> well we should, we're talking next year well, or we can just say like it it, just, it could just be like open open ended like I think because I think personally I think like that's a two two to three year bet so I mean anyway. yeah I would bet on the Lions and Jaguars to make the playoffs before the Bears and Falcons for sure. Oh, okay, but you're you're excluding the Steelers, which is kind of the contentious point for me. The Steelers are a little different, though. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, the, St- uh, the Steelers are a little different because well, if, they, if, the, if, the if Steelers, you had left the Steelers out the Steelers of your statement, didn't, there would they didn't know the Steelers argument. didn't go into full teardown mode. They didn't right. they, like they're reloading, not rebuilding. Exactly. So, so and to me, a, that's so to, to me that's not the same. I'm not even. Uh, the, so here, here's what I think about the Steelers. Honestly, is that they could be back next year and be competitive or next year could be the year where they figure out that they need to tear things down 
That's how that's that is my honest opinion. And honestly, of, I, I, I like your opinion. I, I think it's 70 30 on the on the I agree. the good side. They're, they're so good at they're but, so good at rebuilding. But so, you're and, right. and it's real and it really comes down to Kenny Pickett. Like if, yeah, if Kenny Pickett absolutely. takes a step forward this year, like Trevor Lawrence did. And if we lose that draft capital and he so, doesn't, then it's a huge blow to the organization. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you on that assessment. I think there's a 70, 75% chance that we're on the good side of that. But yeah, they're that twenty to twenty five percent on the other side is definitely there. Yeah, uh, we're we're gonna have to pause this because we didn't even talk about this game yet. Brian's <laughs> taking a timeout. The yeah. Jags and Lions. Yeah, right. and um, this is a game we so need to talk about. This is a fun to, one to talk about. Is that uh, DeAndre Swift seems to have gotten his work back? Yeah, he had eight targets last week. Jamal Williams had zero targets last week. Um, Jamal uh, Williams is also has he's got some sort of a leg injury um, i know i've been riding jay willie all year in one of my leagues and god and i've been, been loving it and i have been <laughs> coasting in a few leagues with deandre swift on my bench yeah oh nice so yeah I, yeah so i'm excited to, be I, able I don't, to turn him on the, the way they're using him i don't think he's ever going to be what we thought he was going to be at the beginning not, of the year well and, and what we're hoping he's we going to be we were valuable. hoping for a camara-esque guy right and he's not like that. you were hoping something something like we didn't think CMC, where it was going to be 25 touches, we were thinking like 18. You know, right. give us like 12 carries and five catches. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and now and, it's going to be more like, you know, five carries but and seven I, catches. I don't think so. I, I, no? I know. I do think his work is going to go back up. I think they've, been, they've just been really cautious with him, but I do think that we are going to get that Camara light workload yeah. by the end of the season. Do I think it's going to be this week? I don't know. It could be. It, it definitely get more. It could be this week. Yeah. Um, they're they're at home. The Jaguars are a good target defense. I think. So, what do you think about Jamal Williams? I um, mean, where are you start? Are you starting him over Swift? Man, you- I've just I, I it's you know, it's uh, I don't have him anywhere, mm-hmm. so I haven't had to make decisions on him all year long, and. In watching their I'll games, give you a hint. The decision been, has almost always been to start him. I know, I know, <laughs> and he's he's been so flex worthy. Yeah. Like, and, and and he's still like a top fifteen running back overall. Like not point, number one in touchdowns. Not I points. Believe. He's number one in the NFL in touchdowns this year. What what, not just what, re- what league do you? No no no, no 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 no. Like I'm talking not talking about running backs. Not, not, oh. I'm talking about all the NFL. He's number one no, in, in touchdowns. Like he's got okay. he has more touchdowns than Kelsey. He has more touchdowns than Devontae Adams. Like he has more touchdowns than Austin Eckler. Like <laughs> so. But having said that, I've been a non-believer all year. Oh, dude. I've been I've been a non-believer all year because his touchdowns have have seemed opportunistic to mm-hmm. me. They've been more. But they keep coming. They do it's keep. Crazy. I. They do keep coming. I'm, I can't deny that that they keep happening. It's just yeah. they don't seem repeatable. They like it's if anyone if ever anyone has had a season where they scored twelve touchdowns and it was not repeatable, it's this one by Jamal Williams. And I completely agree. I, I've had him on one of my in one of my leagues, and he's been saving my butt in the flex position. He's just, just laughing, like kicking butt. Yeah. It, it's been great. Yeah, but every single week. I like, oh, God, do I really want to put him in? And you I'm, just do it. Every you just week, hold your nose and but, just do it. No, because every week I'm trying to put somebody else That's in. That's what I'm saying. But and I eventually just go, I have instead, to put him in. Yes, instead you hold your nose because it stinks. You hold your yep. nose and you put Jamal Williams in and it works. Yep. And it has been all year. And so in this, in right here, this week, do I put him in? Um, right now he's in my lineup. I would still do it. Like if yeah. So here's what I would say about that. Because I haven't make, been making that decision. Is that 
I would make the Lions show me that they're going to go away from Jamal Williams but before I would just try right. and guess that this is the week it's not going to work. Right. Because even before Swift got hurt, Jamal Williams was yep. getting 12, 14 carries. I agree. And, and but oh, I, he was paying off with touchdowns at first. He no, was, no, but I'm just saying he was getting the workload still. He was he, he was getting more touches. So and on the other side, Travis Etienne is supposed to be oh, healthy. And, well, don't forget about Amon Saint Amon Ra Saint Brown. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I mean, just lock him in. Yes, he's going to be great. Uh, this he's week. not. He's not a question. And, and Goff might even be a streamer. Um, well, like, I mean, if you're if you're desperate, I'd, I'd you know you can spoiler throw alert. There. My quarterback start in my tournament play. Well, there you go. So uh, start Goff with uh, some, confidence. Some bit of confidence. I would start Goff with confidence for sure. Like okay. I w- I would rather start Jared Goff than Deshaun Watson this weekend. I would too, and I'd rather start um, uh, Trevor Lawrence on the other side oh, than yeah. Jared Goff. I, I, and I would rather, st- yeah, okay, there you go. Yes. <laughs> so, yes, absolutely. Agreed. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Lawrence has looked awesome, yes. by the way. Yes. He's looked awesome. Like him having it, like what it, it's, it is crazy. Like, and it's so funny because Doug Peterson is getting all the praise, and uh, they're just killing Urban Meyer. <laughs> Sorry, real quick on that. Yeah, I mean, how nice is it for Peterson to just be coming in and after like one of the worst coaches that has seen the NFL in years? And he's just you like, can't fail. Oh How man, fail, dude. he looks like a god, yeah. right? I know. He might, yeah, he might want to retire after this the, year. The players are like, I would die for this guy. Yeah. <laughs> it was so bad last year. You don't exactly. understand. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. But no, um, Trevor Lawrence looks. He now looks like a quarterback. Like I think last year at one point I said he he. I, I'll, I don't know why, but this sticks in my mind. I watched a London game with him, and he walked off the field after a three and out. And he just – he looked like he hadn't – like he wasn't finished yet. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he didn't – like he didn't – oh, it's it's over? Like Because yeah. he didn't – you know, he didn't really – he wasn't in tune with the game. Like he wasn't like in command of the game. He was just going out there and performing the tasks that he was being told to perform. Now, when you watch him play, he looks like he has control of the flow of the game and the offense. He has command of the offense. He knows what he wants to do. He looks comfortable throwing the football. And he's really good at throwing the football. He's gotten a lot. Yeah. He he's started like, to really show his, it. His arm is awesome. Like yeah, he, I, I was looking at his stats. Like, he and he in, looks to me his his arm is right up there with Justin Herbert and Josh Allen. Nice and, and, and fantasy wise, like I say, uh, he's coming on the last. I think it's five six weeks in a row. He's over twenty points fantasy wise. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of those are 24, 25, 27 point uh, games. Yeah. Oh no. So he, he's the one of the other guys. Like what we were talking earlier. Like um, if you were unlucky and. You were like me, and you drafted Trey Lance in a bunch of places, and you had to pivot at quarterback, and you had to stream for a while. Trey, or, uh, Trevor Lawrence is one of the three guys that you could have landed on, yep. and, and you can be happy and ride into the playoffs. Yep, I have him in one of my leagues. <laughs> um, picked him up last week. And and uh, with that being said, doing it. I'm going to pick the Lions at home this week. Really? Oh, and, and start Kirk and uh, Zay Jones over Zay Kirk, Jones. though. I like Zay Jones over Kirk. Wow. I, I'd take oh, – is that a bet? Yep. I'll take Kirk. <laughs> uh, are you picking Jags or uh, Lions, uh, Brian? Oh, God. I honestly hadn't even decided yet. It's a tough uh, one. This is, is the this is one of the toughest tough. ones of the week for sure. Um, oh, God. What a crazy game. Two, four, seven teams. 
Um, give me. This is my favorite four and seven versus four and seven matchup ever. I think. <laughs> I, like I like both of these teams so That's, much. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Uh, God. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna take the Lions at home. Dang it! I wanted to go against you, Ken, but. I go against you guys. The Lions have been fun. Yeah, no, that's a good one to Lone Wolf, dude. Like, <laughs> if you would have yeah, picked first and gone Lions, I would have gone Jags. <laughs> oh. I don't know if we're going to catch up, though. He's got quite the lead on us. Yeah, but point. if we separate our picks, one of us will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we've kind of been doing that. <laughs> Oh, man. You mind grabbing me a beer on your way back? Next game up, we got Browns it's, at the what Texans. Is X, what is X Jones? Spell with a Z. I don't care. Thank you, sir. <laughs> it's not Xander Jones. So next up, we got Browns it's at a, the Texans. I, I it was X-A-Y. No, Z-A-Y. <laughs> Browns are at minus seven. The over-under at 46 and a half if you're betting on the Browns. Minus 315, and if you're betting on the Texans... What's wrong with you? You're betting on the Texans. Plus two, I know, plus 260. What a bunch of suckers. I wonder, I'm curious what the uh, what the record is, the, the Texan record is uh, against the spread this year. I, I, not I, good. Yeah, I, I guess it's pretty bad, but I'm wondering how yeah, bad it is. It's not you know? good. It's probably better than the 1-9-1. One, one, but <laughs> I don't know. It might not be. Maybe, really? Yeah, they've been pretty bad, especially lately. Like that, It feels like the um, beginning of the season they were kind of so hanging actually, in there a bit. And... I, was so, I really wanted to take a look at Damian Pierce because I was really worried about you know what's going on with Damian Pierce. So I, mm-hmm. you know, I, so I watched the, the full um, Dolphins-Texans uh, game, and um, Damian Pierce is fine. <laughs> It is really hard to put up fantasy points when your team goes three and out over and over and over and over again. There's just not what are you gonna do? What like there's just there's nothing if your team's not producing first downs and not moving the ball down the field, you're not gonna score points. Period. That's what's happening. Yep. So the reason his carries look down and his production is just down is because the offense has completely fallen apart. And Kyle Allen was not an answer at all. At all, so, I was, so what I you're was saying, really for surprised. him as a player, you you really like him. Dynasty, I like him. I like Dynasty him a lot. Really I like not him. not only do I, but st- this year, and not even do Are I like done? him as a player. No, I think they have like this is a better matchup, and so I, I I I was that's why I wanted to watch that game and make sure because I think one of the bigger questions that people have this week is whether or not they should be jumping ship from Damian Pierce, and what I see is that the Texans just really have to be playing against somebody. Who's going to give them give up yards on defense? Mm-hmm. And because if if they're because their offense is inept, their offensive line is and it's crazy because they the announcers were talking about they have four first round picks on their offensive line. Really? Yeah, and it's it's bad. Wow. It's bad. It's really bad. And um, they don't they just don't have a quarterback right now. They went they they moved away from Davis Mills. They started Kyle Allen last week, and Kyle Allen's just as bad as we remember. If not worse, it was. It might have been worse. Like that was that was some of the worst quarterback play I think I've seen. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was it was just horrendous. I didn't. I he was getting his guy like even on the balls he was completing, he was just getting his guys killed. Yeah, it was, it was bad. It was oh. just ugly, ugly, ugly football. Um, Brandon Cooks is not going to play this weekend, so that's yeah. um, that, that's worse. So is there any receiving like, option? I um no no. No, right. Jordan Akins is was Jordan. Jordan Akins was the guy they kept going to. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, start throw? And, no. And, and like, um, I think, um, like, I personally, I think I'm probably going to sit Damian Pierce this yes, week. I I, like, if you um, have that option. If, yeah. And um, I am a person with limited options, mm-hmm. but I'm still like, I'm going to. So who are you starting over? Brian Robinson. Yeah, I would too. Antonio Gibson is not going to play on yeah. sa- on Sunday, um, and, and I was already going to do that. I was yeah. already going to start Even Brian if Gibson Robinson. Was yes. there, yeah, I can see um, that because of opportunities and just the likeliness that um, he's going to have an opportunity to score. Versus what I saw from the Houston offense last week is like I didn't think Miami's defense was that good. <laughs> they aren't, <laughs> but they made Miami's defense. They seriously, I'm not kidding. They made Miami's defense look like the 2000 Ravens. I agree. Like I felt like the Miami defense was everywhere. They were like they were swarming. They were like uh, they were ball hawking. Like it was it, it it was so sad. We've spent way too much time was, on the on the Houston Texans here. No, we gave, no we gave them the appropriate time. Like, well, well, well I'm you, saying we, you, want, we, you want to talk about the Browns because you want to talk about Deshaun Watson. Well, I was I, trying to avoid talking about tug and rub. <laughs> tug and rub. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> tug and rub, Voldemort, <laughs> whatever you want to call him. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's someone that deserves to be, deserves to be talked about because everyone's wondering about him. Everyone's like, like we talked about earlier on he's the ya- on the player, Yahoo app. I, so I mean, he's I'm, projected to get twenty five. I'm somebody week. who watched his preseason performance. Yeah, I was extremely interested in watching his preseason performance, and it scared the crap out of me. I can see that. Yeah, I remember watching it too. It was bad. It was yeah. like it, he looked really, really, really rusty, and that was in a preseason game. Right, but but it's only a quarter. So all high. I'm saying is, don't start him in fantasy this week. Yeah. That's crazy. He hasn't played in two years. Don't do that. And to I'd yourself. say you'd have to be pretty desperate to start him this week. Um, or I've just got a masochist. Of, I've got him in one of, one of my leagues, sitting on my bench, just waiting, just in case, because I've got Garoppolo as my starter, which you know has been doing pretty decent, but. I'm not, you know, super confident in Garoppolo, so you know, I'm putting some backup plans together, and he's a backup plan for me just in case. He's now, a decent want, backup plan, and that, that's that's what he should be for you. He is to me. He is the decent backup plan that Justin Fields was earlier in the year, right? And panned out. Okay, yeah, I mean, but 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 did where were we on that panning out? Oh yeah, no, it, we it did not very much could yeah. have gone either way. Up in Absolutely, the air, completely yeah. up in the air. That's how, that's how I feel about Deshaun Watson. Is like yeah. we know what he can do. I'm not confident based on the weapons that he has in place. What's up? What and the fact that he what hasn't played in two years. That's the yeah. biggest no, thing I, for me is he hasn't played in two years. Yep, and, and we we got to see something. And he's week. not Joe Montana. But he gets to play the Texans, which is hilarious. Um, and start Nick Chubb. Duh. <laughs> good <year. laughs> yeah. Chubb's going to have a good game. Yeah. I think we're all going Browns on that one. Oh, yeah. Next up is Jets at Vikings. This is the actual game of the week. Could Jets be. are this plus is three. The oh. Best game of the week. I cannot wait to I'll watch this game. Let them get the point. Sorry. And the I over under 44 and a half. You're betting on the Jets plus 125. And, um, if you're betting on the Vikings, mine, minus 145, one uh, water cooler question I got was uh-huh. Cousins versus Geno. Geno. There you go. Right. Uh, yeah. That Agreed. Jets defense is Agreed. legit. Yep. Uh, Justin Jefferson. And the Rams defense, as we discussed earlier, is uh, not so much Are they right let, now. The receivers. Justin Jefferson about to get lost like in the sauce. 
Oh, that's going to be fun. I, I'd like to see that. Uh, the last time I'm we thought somebody was going to shut Jefferson down, uh, they totally did not. Uh, uh, you mean when Diggs did? Was it? No, 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 no. No, there was another matchup where we were just like, oh, Jefferson's mm, it's a bad matchup for him. And he, he totally performed. No, you're going to start him. You yeah, start. Uh, no, like you always start Justin Jefferson. I'm just saying. Like, I'm I, curious, like, like how good Sauce Gardner does against. I think Justin he's gonna. Ha- I think I'd, he's gonna be great. I'm curious. I, I I honestly do not know, and I'd like to see. I'm I'm anxious to kind of see how that works out. So I see this being like I honestly, um, I see this game being similar to the Dallas game because I think the Jets are going to get after Kirk Cousins and cause problems. Wow. And I think they're going to be able to move the ball. We saw what the we saw what the Patriots were able to do against them. So you on, think the Jets are going to devastate the Vikings on I the road? Do. On the road? I do. Wow. Yeah, I well, do. I'm taking the other side of that. I'm not. I oh, I'm all over the Jets on this one, I think. Yes. I told I but I I have I like the the Vikings are 9 and 2. They're having a really nice season. Mm-hmm. I they're they're not a 9 and 2 team. They're just not. I would agree that they haven't shown that they are yet. And and uh, this is one of those games that I think is going to be interesting. Um, cause who I think these teams are very even. Um, they, they Oh, yeah, Dallas. So they went up against Dallas, which is the, their first real you know contender for the, the season, and they, they failed miserably. Miserably. Now, the Jets, obviously a step below, the Jets but have, still but a the, strong contender for and, the playoffs. And so this the is Jets like have, a playoff and game. And the Jets have been tested all year long. Right. So, so I want to see this. I, I want to see this game. I want to see if the Vikings, I think, uh, yes, are what I, we think they are, or what you know. And I'm not saying the Jets are going to go in there and they're going to like beat the Vikings like the Cowboys beat the Vikings a couple of weeks ago. What I'm saying, I, like, I think the Jets will win this game, and I think they will look impressive doing it. All right, that, that's a, that's a hot take. Um, definitely playing uh, Garrett Wilson on the Jets side. Yeah, you um, are. Definitely there. Um, Zonovan Bam Knight. Mike White, I'm definitely staying away from. Uh, Bam Mike, Mike Knight White is, is interesting. Mm. Mike White is super interesting. Is he? Yeah. This this week he is. This, this See, I'd put him in the same category as Voldemort there. This week he's interesting. I, I disagree with that because, and here's why, Mike White has, he literally just put up 30 points in a fantasy game. Okay. Mm-hmm. He did it in the rain in New York. Yeah. And the Vikings, the team he's playing this week, just gave up almost 400 yards passing to Mac Jones. All right. Yeah. All right. You're, you're, I'd probably start him over <laughs> Voldemort. But I still don't <laughs> yeah, want to start him. Yeah, I got him. him. I convinced him. But I don't want to start him. Like no, I, no. But I was – so I was – Trevor Lawrence, now, Goff, uh, you know. Here's – in my Dynasty League, um, I had Justin Fields. So in the middle of the week where Justin Fields didn't look like – it looked like maybe he wasn't going to start. So mm-hmm. my, my decision was going to be Mike White or Aaron Rodgers. Oh. Um. See? <coughs> you making a pause wow. right there, tell – that's all you need. That's all – you don't need to answer the question now. Mike White is a borderline top 12 quarterback this week. Yeah, I guess that's fair. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So next up, or yeah, definitely ready. <clears throat> so and you're you're going Vikings, right? Yes. That's the conversation. Okay. So next up, we got Washington at New York Giants. Washington is at minus two, over under at forty and a half. If you're betting on the Commanders, minus one twenty five. If you're betting on the Giants, plus one oh five. 
these games are so ugly. <laughs> like the the old Redskin Giants. It just it feels like it's going to be an ugly defensive game, games. doesn't it? They just are. Yeah. They they're the they're these two teams get together and play the ugliest football games in the NFL. Not the AFC North teams, not the AFC South teams, not the NFC South teams. These two teams right here when the when Washington and the New York football giants get together, you can turn TV off. <laughs> <laughs> it is ugly football. It's just my whole life, dude. I'm 37, 38 years old. And my whole life that like that matchup has not been exciting. Ever. All right. All right. Hard for me to argue against it right now, especially staring at it right now, because <laughs> Yeah, I mean, no, no, what, what did yeah. you say the over-under was on this game? Time. Like 40 or 39? It, it should be under 40, I, I would guess. Let me find the game again. Uh, 40 and a half. Wow, so right <laughs> at 40. Wow. I'd, I'd slam the under there. I would. Yes. It's in New York. It's in December. It's Washington versus New York. Washington defense is playing um, well. New York Giants yep. defense is playing pretty well. Chase Young is um, supposed to play this week. Cha- oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So The Washington uh, defense was already playing well, and they're getting Chase Young back. Who, if, in case anybody forgot, was the defensive rookie of the year last, mm-hmm. uh, not two last year, two yeah. years ago. Excuse me, Micah Parsons was last year. Yeah, I knew that him and Micah Parsons <laughs> were back to back. And then you you've got Barkley on the uh, on the Giants side, who you're going to play because he's such a good you talent. You shouldn't be excited about it because no, I wouldn't since, be excited since at all. The Giants gave him 35 carries uh, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He has had um, back-to-back games, I think, under 50 yards rushing. Hmm. And, you know, who knows how much of a part of it that is, but, I mean, that's that's definitely says something. And and the Giants seem to be slowing down while the commanders are speeding up. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a big thing right now. That And that, that commander defense looks great. And the offense with Heineke looks competent. You know what I mean? They look average, which is Really good for the commanders. The only thing that gives me pause for the commanders this week is that Antonio Gibson is hurt mm-hmm. and he's not going to play. Um, so is Brian Robinson getting healthier and taking taking steps up, or has he Brian just Robinson like had great. good, Brian, good matchups? Brian or? Robinson looks great, and they actually gave um, gave him a couple of targets last week. Mm-hmm. So to me, he's a monster start. Like if Antonio Gibson does not play on Sunday. Brian Robinson is a must-start monster play. Okay, I mean, I, I didn't have him down as a monster play, but I, he was definitely like he's definitely in my tw- top twenty-four this week. I think week. it's twenty-five plus touches. It could be, and could and, be. and 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 not and, just and carries. Is, I think it's if they have the too, confidence, I, McKissick's still out, right? Yes, yes. So if yeah. they have the confidence to do that with him after the injury, that like that just means that they're like, okay, this they, guy's oh, healthy. This guy's this guy's our dude now. Oh, have you watched him? He looks awesome. Um, he looked awesome last week. He, the week before, the not week so before much. was the Philly game, right? No, not the Philly game. I, I yeah, I the week before, yeah, the week, the week before was the Philly game when he had the man touchdown. That's my favorite, probably one of my favorite touchdowns of the year was that uh, the Brian Robinson run because he got stuffed. But he at, had a, he had a, a bad game other gets, than that run, right? If the touchdown saved him in that yeah. game, but he's so. But I mean, saved him. He he was like fourteen and a half PPR points or something like that. So like. It's not like he killed. He, you. He's somebody that was taking a look at, and he was, was getting just zero like, catches. All right, I'm he not was really get, interested. He was until getting last ze- week. he was getting zero catches. Yes. And when the Commanders were losing games and they weren't scoring, 
it was completely uninteresting if he wasn't going to get any catches. Now they're scoring. Their defense is putting them in position to um, to close games out, which means that he's going to have more opportunity to run the football because they're not chasing points all the time. And they've started to actually throw him the football. Yeah. So um, I, um, I, I don't know if I expect him to score, but I do expect him to be somewhere in the neighborhood of 110 total yards and three to four catches. So if he does score... He's a top 10 running back this week. All right. My opinion. If All he scores, right. yeah. he's top 10. And I, Yeah. I mean, I, and I think that's a hot take. I, I don't think I'd put him quite that high, but I, I do agree. I, I think he's, uh, he's going to be good this week, and you, you're probably going to start him if he's on your team. Yes. Um, is there anybody else to talk about in this game? Uh, no, the Giants are doing it by, by you know, hook and crook, man. I, yeah. You just, they're a 7-4 and four team, and you have no idea how. Yeah. No idea how. And honestly, that's like uh, that's probably the nicest, the, the the best compliment you could give Daniel Jones, because he's navigated this team yeah. to seven and four with basically Saquon Barkley and nothing else. Well, I say it's seven and five this week. I'm going to take the Manders. I agree with you, sir. And it looks like Ray does too. Yeah, I, that was that was my guess. We were all going to go that way, and that's crazy to me. You realize that yeah. if the if the playoff started today, all four NFC East teams would be in. <laughs> I heard that this week. Yeah, hilarious, hilarious, and all deservedly right. so. Yeah, dude, they're they're playing good. Like, is the the only team that you'd want to look to play against in the playoffs right now? Who, who maybe, knew that was going to be the maybe the Giants? Hell, huh? I know, right? But yeah. you know what? It's about damn time because it this is they've sucked for so long <laughs> because this is the division with the most Super Bowl championships. Oh, whatever. It's true. It's it's the division with the most Super Bowl championships, and it's not close. So next up, I we have the uh, Tennessee Titans at the Philadelphia Eagles. Tennessee okay, plus four and a half. Well, when Dallas wins their sixth this year, they'll be they'll be back at the top. All right, sir. The over-under is at 44. If you're betting on the Titans, plus 180. And if you're betting on the Eagles, minus 210. We can put a bet up if you want. Dallas gets number six before Pittsburgh gets number seven. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I I hate doing bets that are that long. I mean, Why how not? Because we're not going to win this year. You're not going to win this year. So, I mean. <laughs> All right. On to the game at hand here. We've got, uh, we got the Eagles and the Titans. Um, Eagles, obviously the, the favorites here, but Titans have been, they're, they're a good team, man. They're, they're a well-coached solid team. The Titans are the opposite of the Baltimore Ravens to me. They like, they bring other teams down to their level. The Titans are not a superstar team. Yeah. They just, they play such solid football. They believe in what they do so much that they are able to bring other teams down to their level. Yeah. And and a big like and this is a situation where I think De- Derrick Henry could get going, and when Derrick Henry gets going, oh yeah, my the Eagles goodness. still haven't solved their their rushing defense. There's like they opened the window on bringing back their monster defensive tackle rookie Jamin Davis. I don't know if you've seen him play or not. That guy is a freak. He's like right. he's like Shaquille O'Neal football. He's always so big because <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like six eight and three hundred and forty pounds. But he's a freak athlete. Nice. Yeah, he's he's. I'm scared of him. Like I'm super <laughs> scared of him. Like what the Eagles' defensive line is going to be like for the next like eight years. It's like it sucks. Okay. <laughs> but I don't think he's going to be back this weekend. 
So I, I think that uh, Derrick Henry is going to be able to run against the Eagles defense much better than he was able to run against the Cincinnati defense last week. Correct. And that game, so impressed with the Bengals last week, by the way. Real, real quick, like I, 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 did, I expected them to win that game. They were super impressive. Yeah, they looked good. They were, they were they tough. Did. They played tough. That was the thing. Yeah, if they keep impressive. playing like that, they they could yeah. be a contender. To be to beat the the Titans twenty to sixteen in, in Tennessee, that was that that was so impressive. It's hard it's hard not to think that they're gonna go back and be like a Final Four team. Anyway, all right. Um, but uh, the th- funny thing is, is, is there anybody you want to start on the Titans side? In other this game, than there are no Final Four teams. <laughs> 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 Says the Dallas fan. Fuck you, Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> I still, I still think that they're they're mirage. I do. Yeah. I think they, they got saved again last week with Aaron Rodgers getting hurt. I don't know about that, but I, I, <laughs> I like I feel a little bit of what you're saying, but definitely not to the, the degree that you are. Um, but Titans, like oh, what about also, Traylon Burks? Here, an, an important. Um, oh, Traylon Burks is the man. So, but I, but I'm he startable this week. Oh yeah, Traylon Burks is startable the rest of the year. Okay, that's I mean, a hot take. He, he is the like. Um, the Titans are an average to above average offense. They're going to be able to score points. They are looking to get him the football in every way possible. They like they're he is um, they're running quick screens. They're giving him the ball on end arounds. He's going deep. He's beating guys on 50 50 balls. Like he looks awesome. He looks like a monster. Like I yeah I'm very okay. excited about Traylon Burks's future and and the like. The um, if you were listening to the the footballers this week, they were talking about some of the guy the rookie receivers that meet certain metric marks yes. marks to become elite number ones for the last quarter of the season, and he was one of them. Yeah, he, he's in the he's in the yeah, and that's why I bring him up because he's an interesting guy. If I, he, he's the the statistics tell you he's an interesting guy, if you actually watch the games, you'd be so excited about okay. him. Seriously, like he, like when when they, the comparisons to AJ Brown are completely fair. I I want to see Tannehill start targeting him like that, and uh, you know, then I'll believe. Oh, I'm just not there. You yet. can like, um, you can almost bet that like on important plays now, like that's where the ball is going. Okay, and then we can go through the Eagles side pretty quickly. I mean, there's not a whole lot to talk about there. You're going to start Jalen Hurts. Uh, Devontae Smith is a little dinged up. Okay. Um, so uh, possibly, and this is also like a revenge game for AJ Brown. Yeah, I, I don't so, always put a lot of stock in that. But I yeah, do. I mean, he'll have a little bit of uh, motivation. Um, oh, players are highly well, motivated. Either way, you're starting AJ Brown. Who's not motivated to go back and stick it in the face of a former employer? I was listening to one of my podcasts last year, and they uh, they broke down the revenge game statistic. You know what I mean? They, they broke down all the revenge games for one year that were relevant and blah, blah, blah. And you're right. Some of it's going to be according to that person's you know statistics and data and that, what they're that's doing. Gonna be, like, they're going to weight it based on like a, a revenge game for like Cole Beasley or but, something but, like but that. But this is, this is a guy that I trust. Like, like this yes. is a guy that I listen to, and I'm like, okay, this guy knows what he's talking about. He's was not, this Harris? I, I think it was Harris, but I can't remember. Like I said, this was a year and a half ago. But breaking it down, it was like 51-49. You know what I mean? 52-48, something like that. So it wasn't – so after I heard that, I'm just like, okay, the revenge game thing is a neat narrative. It's fun to talk about. But you always remember the times when the revenge game worked. I would need it broken down for me more. It when it does. I, I would need it broken down for me more. Like I, like I would want to make sure that whatever it was, whatever particular like – study 
was done, whatever statistics were put together on it, that it was like narrowed down to, you know, top X receivers, you know? So, yeah, no, I, so there were not, so there were there's not, a lot in the process. We're not talking that. about Danny, Danny Amendola. Yeah. yeah. You, know? you have to trust who's doing the, the thing that, yes. There. yes yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that, that's, so without knowing that, I, I, I can't like, right. I can't I, say I, too much. And about I agree it. with that. All, all I can say was a guy that I listened to and trust. I've seen like, so many, and, and like, we're sense. talking about this conversation and all I can think about right now is how the bills would have beaten the, the Vikings if they had just started case Keenum over Josh Allen the week that he had gotten hurt first. because case keenum is the man was a viking and they kicked him out of town for kirk cousins right right who's done nothing (laughs) and if only he would have started that no that's what i'm saying like we're talking about revenge games yeah yeah so it would have been a revenge game for case keenum so if he would have had that chance i'm saying if 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 the bills had (laughs) i'm saying i and i said i'm pretty sure i said this if the bills had started case keenum they would have won that game and it wouldn't have been close. Yeah, I, you you put a lot more on the emotional factor of, of football than it's I. It's important. It's an emotional game. It is an emotional game, dude. Like some now, modern football. Like we're going Eagles, right? Real quick, uh, and you're going Titans. I, I will be going Titans. Yeah, nice. <laughs> what, is this, what am I pick the Eagles? Man, that's true. Oh, I keep on you this year. Am I some kind of idiot? <laughs> you would have been an idiot one time this year. <laughs> the other ten, not so much. And you know, I think I picked the Eagles that week too. I think I actually did pick the Eagles that week. That was, but um, <laughs> just like one of the Steelers four wins. That was the week that I picked. Yeah, you've looked them. really smart four times this year. <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh yeah so yeah we, we got into the weeds on that one but um case keenum for president no, I'm just <laughs> that's my president aye, aye, aye. moving on not my president <laughs> so next up we have seahawks at the rams see uh seahawks are minus seven the over under at 41 if you're betting on the seahawks minus 305 and you're betting on the rams plus 255 so all jokes aside this is actually a super important game for the Seahawks, I know. I, I, I mean, fantasy wise, I think that oh. I feel. I feel like this is a super important game because I feel like there's a lot of um, possible plays in this game um, from the Rams side because you could possibly play Van Jefferson, you could possibly play um, Kyron Williams, you could possibly play uh, Cam Akers, you could possibly play Tyler Higby, but you don't want to do any of that. Oh God, no! Because of Bryce Perkins. But the opportunity is so good. Like Brian, (laughs) no. If Stafford was in, I would definitely start Van Jefferson, and I would definitely start Kyron Williams. Not me. Definitely, I would. Uh, the The Seahawks have have been giving it up. Like that's this is a juicy matchup. That's what that's why I'm saying this is. It was a juicy matchup at the beginning of the year. The uh, the Seattle defense has come together a little bit. Not lately. They've fallen apart. I wouldn't say fallen apart. It's still a divisional game. And it's a divisional game. Yep, and the Rams are game. the Rams are a, a, a Rams, home dog. The Rams have owned them. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I take Seattle. <laughs> 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 Just saying. Um, but but fantasy wise, uh, like all those Rams that you mentioned are, you know, if desperation plays. But I think they're desperation plays. Like you're really trying to avoid all those. 
And on Seattle's side, like you're I, trying okay. to start. Now I feel like and on a week in, week out basis, like unless you're in a position where like you're you know, you've been fortunate and your team hasn't sustained injuries and uh or or you know, undergone um changes, uh because things change in fantasy football. For sure. Um on a week in, week out basis, you're probably it have at least one iffy spot on your roster. And not that iffy. Like you've got like four of them. Dude, like those guys, like the, all the Rams that you named, those guys aren't going to coming anywhere near my starting roster on any um, of my teams. So Kyron, Kyron Williams, Van Jefferson probably shouldn't. Mm-mm. No, Van, he's an, he's more of an interesting DFS play. Huh? But Kyron Williams should because he's a, because he's a running back that's probably going to see between fifteen and twenty carries. He should. Those, have, we, have we seen that yet? How many carries did he get last week? Eleven, and he had five, and, and it was it was eleven and highest. five. I think I was I think it was eleven and five catches. Okay, so, and that, so, so you're assuming a lot. I'm not really assuming that much more. I'm assuming that um, he's going to absorb the rest of the workload and that he's going to be in a more positive game script this week where like they, there's just more opportunity for him to but they're like, gonna be, they're, touch I mean, the football. Odds are the Rams are going to be losing. So how is it a positive script for him? I mean, Oh, well, I don't mean positive uh, script in the sense that they're going to be winning. I mean positive in the sense that they're going to be able to move the football. They weren't really able to move the football last week. Kansas City kind of stifled them. Kansas City's a much better defense than Seattle is. So how many points do you think the uh, Rams score this week? Oh, 13. Mm. But, but what I'm saying is... I was going to bet you over under like 17 or something. <laughs> <But what laughs> I was I'm, like, but, let's go, buddy. But what I'm saying is, is, I, but is that Kyron Williams is a run... Like, we've talked about this. A running back that gets 15 to 20 touches is basically an auto start. But he hasn't done that yet. Not, not. Okay. That's why he's not an auto start yet. (laughs) I agree. That's why we're having this discussion. That's why I'm saying that this is an important fantasy game. Because Kyron Williams should be on everyone's radar. Like if anybody anybody who doesn't have more running backs than they can start every week. Yes. Should be watching Kyron Williams. Yes, and I've been watching him all year. That's know? all I'm Just saying. Kind of hoping. That's yeah. all I'm saying. So. And like, but, and so, and, and, but also, Bryce Perkins runs the ball so much that if he just gets a little competent in the passing game, he becomes a really interesting start. Like a Jalen Hurts, yeah. He's been getting I, us into Justin a lot Fields of is what new I would say. I wouldn't say Jalen Hurts because Jalen Hurts has got the whole package yeah. around well, him. I, I mean. But I wouldn't say Justin Fields because I don't expect him to run like 80 yards and score touchdowns. But he becomes interesting because it doesn't take a whole lot of rushing because, like, look at what Daniel Jones has done this year. Daniel Jones has been a very serviceable quarterback at at multiple points this year, mostly based on the fact that he runs the ball for 45 to 50 yards a game. That really matters. So if Bryce Perkins, like, if, if if he figures some stuff out, and starts to be able to move the offense, and they start to score a couple of touchdowns a game. He becomes really interesting, and I and because of that, the guys around him become interesting. So Kyron Williams getting his twenty-ish touches becomes very interesting. Van Jefferson being his number one target becomes very interesting. Mm-hmm. That's what I was saying. So, so I think this is an interesting game for fantasy football. Are you like, picking the Rams or are you picking the Seahawks? Huh? I I am picking the Seahawks to win. <laughs> 
Ooh, um, I got a lot of Lone Wolf games this yeah, week. So, uh, yeah, so you're starting Walker, you're starting Lockett, you're starting... Uh, you start all your Seahawks Metcalf, guys. Yeah, you're start, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I'm saying. You're starting all your Seahawks yeah. and your Rams, you know, Kyron Williams. Yeah, I'm, yeah interesting. I, I, like, I, um, I, I look at every individual game and, and, and try to get excited about it, you know? Mm-hmm. And for me, this one's not difficult. It's not difficult to get excited about this game because I do want to see what those players are going to do. Like, if I was a Rams fan, I'd be super upset about this game. Like, the, I'm just upset about the season. It sucks. Yeah. But from a fantasy perspective, this game is spicy to me yeah. because I want to see. I want to see if Bryce Perkins is going to progress a little bit. I, w- I want to see if Van Jefferson is going to be able to hold up and, like, handle six-plus catches a game. Because if he does, he becomes an interesting guy in 2023. Yeah. I want to see if Kyron Williams is going to be able to do anything. And I see all you're saying. I just don't think this is I, – I, I think this is going to be more of a blowout by the Seahawks. But I don't think that's so. Just the way I don't I think the Seahawks it. are – I don't yeah. think the Seahawks are good enough to blow people out. Yeah, we'll see. Well, all right. So – Sorry. Oh, did you want, like, uh, there's a really interesting game next, though. I'm just the way like, let's been, talk about that one. The way, <laughs> yeah, right. The way they've been playing lately, I don't think the Seahawks are good enough, good enough to blow people out. They were playing hmm. better a month ago. Okay. Anyway, so and I ne- don't disagree with that. So next up, we have the Dolphins at the 49ers. Dolphins are at plus four. The over-under at 46.5. If you're betting on the Dolphins, you're at plus six, 165. And if you're betting on the Niners, minus 195. What a great game. Like, I can't wait to watch this game. Okay. All right. Uh, Ken's, <laughs> Ken's repping the Niner jersey. So uh, who who is that on the back? I don't know who 21 Dion. is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, you know. I love this jersey. I, I guess you're, you're picking uh, the Niners no here. Because no one ever knows what it is because he only played there one year. Yeah, dude, I don't recognize numbers. I'll tell you that right now. Um, but, dude. Dion's got to be the most famous 21 that ever played. I think. Do, do you think this is going to be a high scoring game or a low scoring game? Like, you think this is hitting at higher or over or under? I do. What's the over under on this one? 46 and a half. I think it's going to hit the over. I do too. I, I think don't think this it's going to be a fun offense. I think game. so too. Um, and the Niners defense is great, but man, I don't think people realize how great that Dolphins offense is and how great those receivers are. They but, are going to move the ball. But, but. And this is another reason I watched the, that Houston-Miami um, game last week in full. Miami lost their left tackle. Uh, his name is uh, something Armstead. And I, I know that because the 49ers are getting their Armstead back th- this week okay. on the defensive line. And the Dolphins are possibly not going to have theirs. He went out of the game, and all of a sudden they couldn't, they couldn't move the ball. Tua on, I think it was um, CBS guys did the numbers on this, and I think it was 12 dropbacks after um, he got hurt. Tua got sacked four times. Hmm. And even on the plays where he didn't get sacked, he was hurried. He, it, was, it was just different. It, it was so It was like a couple years ago, I remember Tyron Smith got hurt, and then Chaz Green started that one game against the Falcons and gave up seven sacks. <laughs> it's a little specific. I don't remember that, but I, I, I believe you. It was a it, it was a Thursday night football game. Like it was it was really bad. It was a bad season for the Cowboys. But hilarious what you remember. But go ahead. <laughs> it's that's but that's what it's like. That 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 was what it reminded me of. Was like there he went down and all of a sudden their offensive line was just completely different. Uh-huh. So um, uh, if I were if I were a Dolphins fan, that would concern me I a can, lot yeah, for sure. Um, now uh, and then what I uh, what I. Um, 
still saw in that game that I've seen every single game that I've seen watched from the Dolphins is that Tua is just this close to being a disaster. <laughs> he's, I, I have he's, seen those plays he's too. So close, like his pat, like he's not accurate. I don't care what Tyreek Hill says; he's not accurate. Well, or the numbers, because the numbers say he's and the most accurate. The, the numbers say he's NFL. accurate too, but he's he's also um, he's doing a good job of trusting his offense and throwing to spots. I agree. And I and I don't think he's actually seeing a lot of the things just that he's doing. His he receivers. is yes, he yes. is just trusting things. And so, and the 49ers are a very very smart defense. So it would not surprise me at all if they were able to fool to a, a couple of times, and just and, and those. These the plays that he's gotten away with, where the ball goes high and bounces up, and no one comes down with it. San Francisco catches those balls. All right. The 49ers are a very opportunistic defense. Um, so and, and, and I think I think this is the game where people go, "Is Tua that good?" Or oh my God, how good is Tua? It's, you know what I mean? Yeah. No. This is this. I think it's. I, I would I'm go farther. Saying, I'm, I'm predicting that it's going to be on. on the, and, and I'm not saying I, I don't like Tua. Tua. Tua is great. You know. But I. I just don't like. To me, I don't see. I don't see a modern day Steve Young when I watch him. I don't like. I don't see. Um, I, I think it's too young to be projecting anything like that. If you're saying something like that, people then you're are just dude. Who cares? Watch. Okay. I mean, w- don't w- listen, listen to those people. If watching saying that. Everybody is so far up Tua's butt right now. <sighs> like. And, and I just I don't get it. I, like I I'm I I feel like I think it's more of a feel good story. I feel the, like I'm for the I'm, media. I feel you know like I mean? um, with the exception of my hatred for the Eagles that I've proven to be a pretty neutral football fan. Like I love my Cowboys, mm-hmm. obviously, but like I w- I will fanboy over good football players, right? Yeah, and I just don't see it with Tua. When I watch Tua play, I don't see it. I see it with Jalen Waddle. I see it with Tyreek Hill, and it makes me feel like he's lucky that he's got like mm. he's got a a smart offensive minded coach, and he's got two of the best weapons in football, mm-hmm. and that works almost every week. But then you run into a good defense. Okay, and so who is so that, so all I'm gonna all I'm gonna ask is. Who has been the test for Tua so far this year? Well, and like I say, we're eleven I, games. I'll in. name I you can't one. Remember, but go ahead. The Bengals. How do you do? I, I don't remember. He didn't finish that game. Okay, that, so you're you're getting him for that's the game he I'm got just, hurt. Oh, that's I'm just dumbass. saying. <laughs> no, because that was the game he got roughed up. Okay, that's because because what happens in most like. And in in this even in up up until his uh, his tackle went down in the Houston game, he drops back and he gets rid of the ball really quickly, mm-hmm. really quickly. They're, and they and they've got guys running open constantly. Like their offense right now, it looks it's sometimes their offense looks like the '99 Rams, where it's just like they're he's throwing the ball to whoever yeah. he want. Like he you never you don't exactly know who's gonna score. But you just kind of expect them to score because there's so many people running open all of the time. That's but when you put pressure on him, it's different. It's just it's a little different because he's six he's six feet tall. He's not because he's not he's not big. So if you take him off of his spot, he has to he has to readjust. 
and their team because like then you look at their receivers and you look at Tyreek Hill. He's like 5'10", 180 pounds, 190 pounds. And then you look at Jalen Waddell, who's right at 5'11", or six foot. So it's not it's the, when you put him in those situations, it's a little more difficult for him to be successful. And they and that is something they haven't done this year. He, they haven't been forced to do that very much. They've just surgically taken people yeah, apart. Okay. Well, and, and it's been 11 games, so I would dispute that a little bit. But honestly, the, the biggest thing is, is that I think you had it right earlier when you're saying that this is a huge test. And I think this is a huge test for Tua, but not just for Tua. I think for the Miami Dolphins, this is a huge test. And I think for the Niners, this is a huge test. I disagree with that. Now, look. Here, here's the thing. I, I have uh, all the of a sudden. The 49ers since, are a season team. They don't since, care about the Dolphins. Since McCaffrey has come to that team, the, the thing is that they're seven and four. They have four losses. And so if going to seven and five is a big deal for them in their playoff schedule, I agree they're still going to make the playoffs because they're the, their team is that good. But this is a big deal for them. They need to keep winning. This is, the 49ers are a Super Bowl team. The 40, this is like most. That's what we think, and that's what I'm telling you. Like, a good chunk if they of the, come out and they blow out the Dolphins, if they roster, really tear them up, I agree with you. Like Now all of a sudden I'm like, I'm vindicated in my thoughts for the last few weeks. Like, oh, my God, I think San Francisco is a Super Bowl team all of a sudden. So this is the game to me that kind of vindicates that thought. Oh, I've been on them the whole year. So No, I wasn't on them until McCaffrey. I, and when McCaffrey I, came over, I was like, oh, I, damn. I, I was. McCa- like when they got McCaffrey. Well, I think you're wrong until McCaffrey got there. Well, that, that, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll never know. know. <laughs> we'll never know. But but, but the well, record. Well, hey, you know what? Okay. Well, on that note, let's talk about some of the actual important stuff for fantasy, and that's that <laughs> Elijah Mitchell is on the IR again, mm-hmm. and that Christian McCaffrey has a knee problem. So, said he's good to go. By the way. Okay. No, I'm. I'm just saying, like the team, like he's. Yeah, anyway. the, well, yeah, but the team. He, he's going to get but, the workload. But you, the workload. What's the workload? Exactly. No, no, that that's playing into your point. Like I'm just saying, don't take anything away from McCaffrey. You're still starting McCaffrey. Yeah. He's still a great start this week. But there might be somebody who else who who gets worked in is what you're you're going to uh, say, right? Uh, well, what I would the reason I brought that, brought that up is because we said well, we may never know and it's like well it's Christian McCaffrey so he's always just like you know a couple of plays away from being back on the shelf <laughs> so not true and i don't think that matters that much because if you uh, like i've been i've watched every 49ers game this year and honestly i was a little more bummed out that Elijah Mitchell got hurt hmm. because he looks like a better athlete christian <laughs> than, than christian mccaffrey Ah, that's that's a spicy take. And Christian McCaffrey, <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, is a talented football player. He is a great football player, but I, he's not overly fast. He's not. It's not like he's particularly. It's not like he's strong. You know, it's he it doesn't seem like they've been unleashing just, him. He the plays. Last few he weeks. plays really hard, and he's really smart, and he always, always, always catches the ball. His hands are glue. That's why Christian McCaffrey is special. It's not Christian McCaffrey. I don't think has ever blown anybody away with his moves. I don't know, dude. I've seen him do some amazing things. I've seen him do some things where where it was like that was really resilient, like where he's flipped over guys and maintained balance, where he's like where he's taken a hit from a guy and not gone down. But I've never seen Christian McCaffrey like really like leave guys in the dirt or break guys ankles 
or like throw guys off of him. You know, he doesn't like, so to me, he's not the fastest. He's not the strongest. He's not the quickest, but he's still the best. Hmm. And you'd rather have Elijah Mitchell? No, I'm just saying, saying I'm just, just saying that I was a little more disappointed because I huh. think that the, the 40, the 49ers offense runs. I like, I didn't think they needed Christian McCaffrey. I, they did. I, if they were going to make a, a I don't, run. I disagree. I disagree. Oh. I, I, I wish we could put more of that. <laughs> I, I wish we could. Man, too. I wish we could. <laughs> they were my they were my Super Bowl pick out of the NFC before the season started. But they were four and four. Before I'm they got saying they were right? they were my Super Bowl pick before the season started. Um, but they had they had some things to get through. And San Francisco, like I I'm not. I think they were they had a really good record the year they went to the Super Bowl in 2019. But last year they went they were you know inches from the Super Bowl, and um, they. Barely snuck into the yeah, playoffs. They were just getting it together. Yeah, they did. They were they nine and eight last year. I, I don't remember if it was nine and eight or ten and seven, but it I was mean, one of the two. Was, yeah, it was right in there. Yeah, I agree. and and they were, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they were right in it with like four teams in the last week to make the playoffs. <laughs> like they they earned their playoff spot in the last week. I don't think that matters. This is a really confident football team. So that all so we've been on a, like a huge digression here, but yeah. uh, I, <laughs> I was about to say let's start the, wrapping this the, up. Let's move the Dolphins the to me, this is a challenge for the Dolphins. This is not a challenge for the 49ers. I completely disagree. I think this is a huge game for both sides. But either way, going to be a fun I, game so for I fantasy. So and a fun game. I to think watch. losing this game is so much mean would mean so much more to the Dolphins than it would to the 49ers. I don't think this matters to the 49ers if they lose this game. See, I disagree because four, Miami is going across the country and they're eight what, and three. Okay, and San Francisco is seven and four. Seven and five is not a great spot. What does that to matter? That's a huge difference. Why? Because you had because explain it. I'm, I'm just explain it based it, on the context of the season. Are you kidding me? Like just no, just, I'm not kidding you. <laughs> seven and five is still first in their division. Okay, is it still first in their division? Yeah, that explains how much you know. Oh, jeez. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm telling you, like, like seven. Like, yes, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't. Here, listen. So, so you're you're saying that they're, they're going to be listen, nine and eight and go into the and they're they're cool. Like, I don't know, man. Like, they could be because they don't care. They don't mm. care. They'll go play you anywhere, dude. They went and they beat the Cowboys in Texas. They they. Went and beat the Cowboys in Texas. Then they went and beat the Packers in Lambeau in back-to-back weeks last year. They don't care, dude. They don't care. All right. This is a championship football team. Okay. And I've, I've been saying it and since we're they trying got to see so I'm going to have to agree this week. I, Dude, I, that's just not fair. That's an, that's, that's totally a completely fair. unfair statement to, to <laughs> totally that team. Fair. How? Just, How? Based on what? Uh, we got to move on, man. This, we don't, this no, is we taking don't. way too we much time. Based on, like, we move on to what? The like next game, the next great game. There's because yeah. there's a next. There is. Yeah, next game. it's going to be wild. My probably like, that too. Okay, so to me, the Dolphins are nobody. They've been nobody. No, the f- they've been nobody until of, this year. They've been nobody of the two teams. Okay. The Dolphins is the Forty Niners are an established wait, football wait, team. The Forty Niners before the end. Before I'm sorry, before the season started, <laughs> the Forty Niners were a top five team in the NFL power rankings, put out by by NFL.com. And like, and the guy who does the NFL power rankings, like, I, 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 I have a lot of faith in his opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, over Jimmy G. And the Dolphins were not. The Dolphins were a somewhere between fifteen and twenty team. They're a really nice story, but nobody picked the Dolphins to finish any better than third in their division. 
That, okay, I, everything that you said just means nothing to me, but uh, let's move on. Like, we have a really great <laughs> question here. Like, you, you just spouted a bunch of stuff that doesn't matter. <laughs> so I'm going to um, go ahead and pick the Dolphins on this one. Okay, cool. I, I'm, I'm going to have to take the Niners. Like, I, I just I think they're that good. <laughs> After all that is, arguing, he picks the yeah, Niners. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> okay. Like, how do you not pick the Dolphins after all that? <laughs> because they're on the road this going across seriously. the country. I oh, my God. They're going. I oh said this is going God. to be a good game. You almost have to pick the Dolphins. Like, you, like you, every everything you said out of your mouth was basically BS then. <laughs> Bullshit. Like, everything you said was so crazy, I had to counteract it. What do you mean? How it was ever, so out there. I was ever, like, dude, what you was, have to come back to Earth. What are you talking that about? That is not the case. Like, so you're picking the Niners too then, right? Um, okay, hold on. Hold on. How, hold on. No, we no, got to no, no. move on. I'll time out. Time out. I'll take my time out now. <laughs> the 49ers. Grab me a beer. You got it. <laughs> have had the same coach for the last five years. That coach has taken them to a Super Bowl and an NFC Championship game with the same quarterback that they are starting on Sunday. They are playing against a team with a brand new head coach with a quarterback who's never started a playoff game. And you're trying to tell me that that game is more, just as important to the 49ers as it is to the Dolphins. I think you might actually be a retard. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Yes, and, it and does. Is, and look, this is a game. I'm saying this is a great game. And also, like, if, the, if, if the it's in San Francisco. If, hold on, let me talk. <laughs> if, if you're not letting anybody else talk, man. All right, so if it's in San Francisco... Then I'm taking San Francisco. If it's in Miami, I am sure as hell taking Miami. I would not either. I would, well, in either in either situation, I, I would, would not absolutely take Miami. take Miami and Miami. I wouldn't take Miami in either situation. But, the, but my point was just about you saying that this is just as important for the 49ers as it is for the Dolphins, and I just I just don't see that at all. Because the 49ers, even if they lose this game, they're still in first place in their division, a division that they are four zero in this year. So it doesn't you're, that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. This this game is just nowhere near as important for the 49ers as it is for the Dolphins because the Dolphins haven't proven anything. The 49ers don't prove anything by beating the Dolphins. They don't prove anything. You don't feel any better. <laughs> Here's okay. I, just, I don't understand that let me, statement. Let me wrap this up. Like, you're let me, saying let, that like, let, it's let me, fact let, and let, it's just not. Let me wrap this up by asking you a question. Okay? Okay. If the 49ers beat the Dolphins on Sunday, do you – does that – Change in any way the way that you feel about the 49ers. If the Niners, um, if they win on Sunday, if the yes, Niners, it reinforces the no, fact no, 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 that, but that is that's the reinforcement is not changing. No, 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 like reinforcement's not changing. A reinforcement is a reinforcement. No, Re- no, that doesn't but change. I'm saying it, it changes in my head. Like, I'm I've right now, like, I am already this said, sure. I'm let's say 60% sure that they're super bowl. You're saying that you think them beating the Dolphins this weekend. Depending on how they do it, absolutely changes how I I, feel about them. It really does. It changes nothing for me. Well, there you go. (laughs) Yeah, no, that would absolutely change. It changes nothing for me. Especially if they come out and dominate them, which what I'm saying is it's going to be a close game. Yeah, that's like, okay, that's, I mean... That's like me getting, like, extra excited because the Cowboys beat the Vikings 40-3 to a couple weeks ago. And, and And the reason I'm not... Is because the reason I'm not is because I would have been more excited had the Cowboys beat the Packers forty to three, and the Packers. Wow. I don't. I don't. That doesn't make. <laughs> you're not making sense. Like, 
Uh, like I, I agree that that that, that forty to three game to me absolutely like solidified that Dallas is re- a Super and, Bowl and the contender. Reason, and and here, it solidified you know to me that that here, Ray, Minnesota Ray, maybe, maybe is Ray can, a maybe Ray can appreciate this because to me it comes it comes it, this is more of a historical controller team type situation uh-huh. because that's the thing is the Vikings they choke all the time and they've done nothing they've done nothing over the last decade that makes me think that we're going to see them in January and be worried about them the Packers however have ended three Cowboy seasons in January in the last decade so you're letting your emotions no get your, it's your, history it's, it's history exactly. it's just it's, it's just history that's just and uh. like you're to ignore history is naive to ignore history is naive. Like if those every year is a those, different team, brother. Those who ignore history are doomed to repeat it. Uh, that's not football. That's <laughs> no, it's just life. I'm sorry, no, life. Actually, life history. You're right. Yeah, but but football, football, small, small no, part of life. Actually, no, small part of life. Yeah, but you might, you might, you football might. Football changes every year. Yeah. Actually, it sort of. actually, it actually sort of. really doesn't. Sort of. Did you know that? It really doesn't. It really doesn't, actually. That's why you can go back and look at all these statistics, and they're basically the same. That's why, that's why you can get to the end of the season, and the NFL can go, and they can judge their officials based on the fact that they called penalties 10% less this year than they did last year because the NFL is so consistently the same. So next up, <laughs> next up we have Kansas City at Bengals. Kansas City's <laughs> minus two. The over under at fifty two and a half. If you're betting on Kansas City, minus one forty, and if you're betting on the Bengals, plus one twenty. Um, no more timeouts. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> this is probably going to be a controversial take too, but I think the Chiefs are going to blow them out here. I think the Chiefs are going to go I, on the road. And a Cincinnati and blow. And I I agree with the Chiefs win. So just to throw that out there from an initial standpoint, do you feel the Chiefs are going to beat the Bengals on this? No. Okay. okay. There you go. So so not controversial at all. Got it. Got it. No, but I, I think the Chiefs are just playing so well. Now the Bengals did have a, a, a good showing last week. I don't. I actually I don't, don't think, think. I don't think the Chiefs are playing as well as the Bengals are. Oh man. I, I just. I don't. <laughs> I don't think. I think the Bengals have kind of shown throughout the year. That they're a hot and cold team. I think they can beat the Chiefs, but I think the Chiefs are a much better team. And I think this is a a seventy thirty game. I think that this is one of those games. That like like I'm seventy percent, seventy five percent sure that Kansas City is going to win this game. That's where I feel. And fantasy prospects. Uh, well, so Jamar Chase is supposed to be back this week. Don't start him. Um, uh, yeah, I, I I want to get away from him. I'm like yeah. I'm leaning towards not starting him, but I'm also but I mean it's there's hard cases not to, it's where hard you not might to do. have to. It's hard not to do. It's hard not to. There's start a lot that I'd start over him. Uh, go ahead. Uh, I wouldn't start any of your guys over him in our league. Are you kidding? <laughs> I wouldn't, no. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. Uh, Allen? No. You wouldn't start. I'd for sure start. No, Allen. I would not start Keenan Allen over him. Oh, I, I wouldn't a heartbeat. Um, God, who else are you talking about? Uh, I wouldn't start Terry McLaurin over him. I would start Mc- Terry McLaurin over him. Nope, wouldn't do that. I oh, I w- hey, absolutely. Like, I wouldn't. Would. I wouldn't start. Uh, who else do you have? You have Deontay Johnson. I wouldn't start oh, him. He's on the bench, but um, man, who else is on? No, your you're team? right. I wouldn't start Deontay Johnson over him. Yeah, I, no, but I wouldn't start the other two guys over him either. <laughs> oh no, I yeah, I want to see who it is now. <laughs> like, wait, who's my third on that one? <laughs> Michael Pittman. Too many teams. I would, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd totally I would, start Pittman over I, him. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. No, against the Cowboys, you're crazy. No, I. Yeah, no, I'd still. Yeah, that's crazy. No, 
I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't do that. No. Like, like so. no. So Jamar Chase, they've been really cautious with him. But uh, what my understanding of the situation is is that they don't. Nobody actually knows what's going to happen. He's so he could get out there and not feel great, and they could shut him down. Yep, that's a possibility. He could go. However, I think that if that doesn't like, it's either one or the other. Like to me, it's either he goes out there and it's not right, and they have to shut him down, and you're really sad that you started him, or he goes out there. He's fine, and you're really sad you didn't start him. I don't think there's any scenario where he's just fine. Everything, everything, every scenario like has him limited. Now, does he do? Does he do amazing chase things? And that in his practice. Okay, every report says that that I've seen. Maybe like maybe there's been some new he, ones today. He was a full participant. I, I'm, I'm checking it out right now. Full participant now. In practice today. Um, yeah, see, everything yeah, I read yeah, about so, how they're, it, it, um, dude, he the, is going to be limited. The Kansas City side, um, it's really just hard to pick, you know, anything yeah. other, start, other than start Mahomes. Start Kelsey, Kelsey and, and start. Uh, yeah. Um, probably, I, would, well, I wouldn't be excited about Pacheco this week. Uh, the yeah. Kansas, the you, you, Cincinnati defense did a really good job shutting down Derrick Henry yeah. last week. But Kansas different City's scenario, different though. But, but, yeah, I mean, you, but, you can start Pacheco, but you're not excited about it. Like, he's. He's a possible flex play for you. <clears throat> but really, there's nobody else on the Chiefs side you want to start, but you're super excited to start Mahomes, which is hilarious because he's probably going to throw three or four touchdowns. And I mean, it's just a matter of where they go, and there's no way to predict it other yeah. than Kelsey. Um, yeah, it's just a matter of whether or not the Cincinnati defense is going to be able to put pressure on Mahomes, if they're going to be able to get to him or not, uh, because they're, yeah. they're, the back half of their defense has not been playing that well. So my expectation this is going to be a shootout. And like I expect Jamar Chase to go out there and be fine. That is my expectation. Like I'm, I am weary of starting him this week, but based on what I've read and I've been paying attention to this for weeks, they've been like they've been cautious with him. Had they been in a playoff scenario, he could have been playing. Um, and he's as one hundred percent as they can reason <coughs> as they can expect him to be. Did you take like, over or under on fourteen fantasy points from Chase? Ooh. Um, that's difficult because it's I've, too I've, close. Because I feel like that, yeah, like okay. over over under like eleven, I'd pick the over. So, a question: Tyler Boyd or Damian Pierce as a flex? Damian Pierce, like I, because I yeah. think I because I, Tyler Boyd wasn't great last week. Um, and yeah, Tyler, and with it's Jamar funny Chase, because like, Tyler Boyd usually when when one of those other guys are out, <clears throat> he has a great you game, know who and that just has not been happening. This well, year. the last couple, well, it was, but the last couple weeks, not the guy this has year. been getting the ball. Is been Hayden Hurst. Uh, well, the first week that Jamar Chase went down, Tyler Boyd had a monster game. He was over. He was like twenty five PPR points. I, I remember um, those games. I, but Chase, okay, Chase played, but he went down in that game. And then, no, no, the next game it was week. So it was week eight. Oh, it was the first week that the I, I remember I, I have been one of my I, leagues. I remember so I've been it because the roller I remember it bit. because this was like this was the first thing that made me go. We need to get Slim's ballers in here to to talk about his like his strategies because <laughs> they, he'd been sitting on Tyler Boyd all year long. Chase gets hurt. He plugs Chase, he plugs Boyd in and gets twenty five points out of Boyd. Well, and going by um, last year's stats, that's the thing to do. Right. But and, and the rest of the yes. year, that just hasn't played out. Um, but uh, all I was going to say, Hayden Hurst has been getting targets. So that yeah. that's if you're wondering like what's been going on with T- Tyler Boyd, that's what's been going on. Is Joe Burrow has been find, finding Hayden Hurst 
more often than he was early in the season. Yeah. Um, so in answer to your question, I'd start Pierce as well. Um, and let's let's say he just needed a real high ceiling play. He just like needed somebody to go off. Who's more likely to go off, Pierce or, or Boyd? Boyd is more likely to give you twenty right. points than Pierce. That's what that's what I'm thinking. But I too. think so. I'm but when I Pierce, say more likely, I feel like both of those are under ten percent. Yes, yes, I agree. But if you really had to shoot for the moon, shoot for the moon, play Boyd. I can say but I can you're, see. If you, but if you want to play a like a, a minimum play, like you're the okay, more likely to get you twenty. Boyd more likely to get you ten, Pierce. Yes, yes, and and by a solid more for yes. Pierce. There, but, so. Yes, yes. So while both of those guys to get twenty is less than ten percent, like yes. I would say that Damian Pierce to score ten points is probably a 50-50 call. Oh, I'd put it over that. I'd put yeah, it more like no, seventy. I yeah. don't know, dude. They <laughs> the, the Houston offense was so inept. They I, looked, I know, but the Cleveland looks so Cleveland's bad. defense's run funnel that's going to be. I'm something. sorry, they look so bad. They, I, I hear you. I hear so you. bad. But uh, I, I hope that helps you. And, and honestly, we didn't really get to the uh, the other question as much as we should have, which was, uh, what was it, Jimmy G or... I didn't even hear that one. Yeah, it was Jimmy so G or Tua, right? Yeah, and I would and, oh, and, and it was I was, more of a comment. It wasn't... Oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay. And, 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 and yeah, honestly, I, I wouldn't do that. That's... Yeah, I, I, like, I, I really feel like the 49ers defense is going to start turning it on. Um, so you'd rather go Jimmy there? Uh-huh. You'd yeah. rather go Jimmy than Tua? I'd, ra- I'd rather play Jimmy than Tua. I think that's a very close call. I think if you're going ceiling, you'd go Tua. And if you're going uh, but floor, you go this, So just to be clear, though, this is me This is me shooting my shot on Tua. <clears throat> this is me calling yeah. what I have seen How did we get back to the all, all season long. <laughs> <laughs> he did it. So hard to get off that game. He did it. But it's the best it. game of the week. <clears throat> it is. Like, that's probably, like, there's a couple of games, and it's like the Titans, Eagles, the Dolphins, 49ers, and the Chiefs, Bengals are like Vikings, the, Jets. There's some there's, good there's, games there's, this week, this man. Game, this yeah. is gonna be fun. <laughs> it's gonna, yes, it's gonna be really, really good. Like you just start naming them. I'm like, holy shit, that's a great game. That's, that's a great. Yeah. That's a great game. And, and we were stuck on the Lions, Jags for a while. If you remember, <laughs> Dude, like, right? There's, there's like, so many. There's, oh, so many good games. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a great Sunday. All um, right. So should we move on now to Chargers uh, Raiders? Yeah, let's yes. do it. All right. So Chargers and the Raiders. Chargers plus one over and under is at fifty. If you're betting on the Chargers, minus one hundred and five. If you're betting on the Raiders minus one fifteen. Goo. Big game right. for the Chargers. Yeah, I, this is going to be a fun game fantasy wise, but I don't think anything else. Uh, I'd I love Herbert. I'd love Allen here. Um, I think Raiders are, are going to score some points. Um, you know, you got to start Devontae Adams, and you've got to start uh, <laughs> Josh Jacobs. Jeez, unless that guy. unless he doesn't play, then he starts Amir White. <laughs> the guy, it's so crazy. Last week, Josh Jacobs was Did so you insane. See, so I saw this thing. It was um, it was a quote from Josh Jacobs. He walked out of the tunnel um, for the game, and uh, there was a fan that was yelling at him. It was like it was like the best team with no players or something like that, and like just saying all kind all kinds of stuff. And like he got and he was like, and the quote was like. Thank you. Like, <laughs> you, like you, you turned me up. That's it, funny. That's what he said. So like he got he got got motivated by by some fan right before the game. I love stuff like that. That's I love, hilarious. I love hearing stuff like that. And stuff like that is like when you when you try to remove the emotion from f- football, you're making a mistake. Like I, I feel I really feel like you're making. A I mistake. don't remove it, but I don't put as much stock in it as like, you do. I I, yeah. I I bring it to a lesser degree. In, now, in, in fantasy football, there's certain there's a certain ele- amount of that that you can do mm-hmm. that that is good. 
but also I feel like that just the the li- the little bit where you the, where you want to reach up, you know, and win. I I feel like that's where it is. Right. Is like making calls like that and having an understanding of of situations like that. Um. Anyway, di- digression. Yeah. So but, Chargers so, are going to be great. Eckler's going to be great. I think this we whole game is going to be great. Um, yeah. This is just because the Chargers can't stop. Who do, who do you either. want to start on the Raiders side? Uh, um. So. Uh, Josh Jacobs for sure. Uh, maybe Adams for sure. Matt is there Collins? anybody else? Matt Ma- Collins is a maybe. Foster Moreau yeah. is a maybe. I mean, so. Oh, Foster Moreau. I'm sorry. Foster Moreau. You can start Foster Moreau. You, you should start Foster no, Moreau. You can start. You no, should. I think you should. Dude, he, he gets 30 yards every week. It's just whether he gets a touchdown or not. He, he's going to give you, like, he does do it, though. He gives you four catches and 30 yards every four, week. Four catches, and 30 like, yards. And if you and don't have, I'm sorry, but if you don't have Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, <laughs> and is there any other name that you can throw out there? But if you don't have those two. Hawkinson. Hawkinson now. Hawkinson yeah. has kind of moved up there for the, for yep. this, the rest of this year. Uh Schultz, Dalton Schultz. He's moving up, yeah. Okay. So if you don't have one of those like four guys, like they're all dart throws. So if you can tell me that you can guarantee you're going to get four catches and 35 yards, sign me up. <laughs> that's, that's pretty low bar. I like no, to have a little bit more. It's true if you don't have one of those guys. But but his ceiling is and, a touchdown. You know what I'm saying? So but 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 that's the thing though. You tell me like he's going to give you a floor of four catches for 35 yards, and then he's got a good chance to score a touchdown. I'll take that guy. Because like, honestly, I, to me, you just okay. described every tight end. Name <laughs> every tight end after the top. Five. I, that's that's <laughs> what I'm saying. So, so he's but, there, but the he's other one's, one of ten names. So yeah, but but okay. I mean that's fair. There's only twelve teams in a league, and everybody's got to start a tight end. Right, and so you've got your top five ten, tight ends, and there's ten names that you're like meh. Yeah, and he's in there, and he's, <laughs> he's high up. On the, he's high on the list this week for me. That's, <laughs> okay. all, that's all I'm saying. Jeez, this guy's uh, like he's out to get me this week. I feel like I don't know about that one, man. You know what it is? Feisty this week. Are we all going Chargers? He's really upset that he lost his season long bet this week. Are we all going Chargers? Are you going Chargers? Not yet. I got. I can tie that. Yes, I can tie. I can still tie. Ken, are you going Chargers? <laughs> yes. All right. Next up, we have Colts at the Cowboys. Everybody going Colts, right? <laughs> no. Colts oh my goodness. Are no. plus ten and a half. The over under <laughs> is forty four and a it's half. Not enough. And it's not. It probably isn't. And uh, if you're betting on the Colts, plus four ten. If you're betting on the Cowboys, Cowboys, minus five twenty. So, yeah. what I love about the Cowboys in twenty twenty two is that. Um. When they come across teams where you, you expect them to pummel them, they do. I I, I like that. Like that. That's yeah. No, that's a, a sign of a, a good team. Of a yeah. I, and I, I've been a Cowboys fan for a long time, and I like there's just been there's been so many times. I haven't seen this in so long. Where, yeah, seriously, <laughs> seriously. There's been so many times where it's like we were supposed to beat a team, you know, handily, and maybe lost. In a close match, you know, in, instead of, of winning that game, or even if we did win, it was a lot closer and a lot more stressful than it should have been. And this year, they have not been doing that. Their defense has just been so yeah. solid. Like they, they, they've built this team around the defense. They don't have. They tell. just. They just don't have lapses. The defense just shows up every single possession. It's awesome. They look good. So fantasy wise, let's talk about some offenses. I mean, we're all taking the Cowboys here. We think they're going to dominate. Uh, it's just a matter of how much they win by. 
Um, can you start any Colts? I mean, this is this is a rough you game for him. I think Jonathan you start Taylor, and you uh, have to start Pittman. I think you have to start Michael Pittman. Um, but um, I think you can stop I, after that. We, it was so we talked about this a little bit earlier. It was super interesting that Jelani Woods had eight catches in the last game. <laughs> right. It, it was. It was really like because he's a freak athlete. And he's like six eight. 240 pounds, 250 pounds or something like that. He's a big dude. And um, Matt Ryan was looking for him. So maybe that'll continue. Like he's, you know, Matt Ryan's not. But I mean, you're not starting him. And is is he even in consideration as a dart throw in DFS? Yes. Okay. So so he's a DFS dart throw is what you're saying. Yeah, that's okay. I'm saying like I took notice of that, that like I've, I've been watching these Colts tight ends for a while, waiting for one of them to kind of break out because Matt Ryan throughout his career has peppered a tight end. Like he made Hayden Hurst a name in, in Atlanta before Hayden Hurst left for, uh, actually I shouldn't say, I think he came, he came from Baltimore and then, and then went to Atlanta and was good in Atlanta after Tony Gonzalez. Anyway, um, <clears throat> uh, and waiting for one of them to emerge as like the number one, so maybe that's Jelani Woods, but I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say that that's you know like super super interesting. I, I'm looking up how much Woods cost this week in DFS. It's just that like <laughs> tight end is so bad that you tight end is so bad that we're constantly watching these like middling tight ends to be like just hopeful that they become a spark in their offense and they become like a an integral part of their offense because there's literally two of them in the league that exist. Um, Are we done? He's not on the slate. He's the night game, damn it. Yeah, the the Cowboys are going to win this game. I think we're done with that game. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's move on to the primetime game of Monday night. Saints at the Bucks. So uh, we got... Fight night, baby. Dude, it's hilarious. Like, we have... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so Saints is plus three and a half. The over-under at 40 and a half. If you're betting on the Saints, plus 160. And if you're betting on the Bucks, minus 190. We have so many amazing games this week. And this is the Monday night game? This is, come on, man. Nobody wants to see this. <laughs> um, well, I, I, dude, the Sunday night game is flexible. Uh, yeah, they flexed it this week, too. No, uh, so, like, how, like, why is it Colts Cowboys? Like, with that's going to be a boring. With, well, just because the, the Cowboys fans want to see their Cowboys. That's why. Uh, well, Th- there's a lot of cowboy fans. Well, before not, hey, before it was flexed, it was Broncos at know, the Ravens. Okay, they, they flexed the Broncos at the Ravens. So Sunday night game that makes out. sense. You say yeah. that, and you're talking to the cowboy fan who doesn't like seeing his team on primetime. So, like, <laughs> I would say that's not average. <laughs> like, well, I don't. I you know what? I actually don't even. I don't necessarily think it's Cowboys fans. I think people people want to see the Cowboys fail. So I think the like Cowboys more, got flexed twice, huh? So it's more like watching the Yankees. I, I think it got flexed twice. I don't think Cowboys were. I think they got. They were. They flexed out. Um, they flexed out the Broncos, but they it didn't was the Broncos flex Ravens. Yeah. yeah, they didn't flex. They should, straight to it, Cowboys. They, they flexed another have, team, and then they flexed again to Cowboys. It's not, Colts. Like it should have been the, 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 the Jets and Vikings. That's what they should have done. That should be the primetime game. Jets, Vikings, Miami, San Francisco, like, Kansas City, Bengals. I, the only reason I, I don't mean, say Miami, San Francisco is because I think those teams have both been on primetime recently. Like, doesn't the but, games are just too good and too too relevant? You know. What yeah, I mean? but you but you should be like they shouldn't, in my opinion, they shouldn't be flexing teams into the primetime slot just to get ratings. Oh yeah, but that's what they're doing. But that's what they're doing. So businesses shouldn't do things just to make money. 
Good point. I agree with you, but that shit's not going to happen. Um, well, <laughs> that's not the direction the NFL is going, at least. Last season, I had like three subscriptions so I could watch whatever game I feel like. And now this season, it feels like I would, in order to do that, I would have had to subscribe to like five different platforms <laughs> in order to be able to watch All the any games, game yeah. that I, I wanted to watch. So it's obviously not. And then Apple TV is going to be thrown in the mix here pretty soon. And so now oh, you're going right. to have to have yeah. like six subscriptions in order to catch whatever football game you want to watch. It's, and- and I think that, that that is a so all, all I'm saying is that it seems like a short-sighted business decision. Like it's like now, I want an it's, option it's, out it's there. It's really to be, funny to, to me buy how like these ticket. how these like that. shooting fish in a barrel business decisions business decisions. Like I present like an alternate idea, and then you're like. <laughs> And, and then you just like you, you hit me with the you know the the business bat in the face, and it's like, <laughs> how is it like? Isn't it also possible that the business could grow greater, like if these other brands became bigger? Yeah, that's that. Yes, yes, absolutely. And uh, and you know what? If if they would ever go long term, so okay. So from in a business world, actually, um, I'll take a time out here. And from a business perspective, right? Um, Japan is is known f- for playing the long term strategy. Their, their business their, their plan, risk their mis- their business plan model is something about fifty years. So, like for example, Toyota had a fifty year business plan in order to become one of the top, um, one of the top companies out there as far as the car market goes. The American business plan is way different. They got way different point of views, different point of views, and it's really just to satisfy the now yep. within the two to three years span. Months. American American business is eighteen yeah. months. If you and don't that, like, if I'm gonna make an investment in you and you don't turn me the exact profit number that you told me you were gonna turn in eighteen months, I'm probably suing your ass. <laughs> that's so Amer- that's American little, business. Just a little caveat. So back America. to the Saints. It, I, that's a great caveat, and I, I think that, was, that that's a great way to look at. Things. And I and I look at things a, a little less uh, from the American side. Like well, I've, I, I've I've really like, say, like this I agree is, a side, this is also a little saying, bit of a sidebar just too. Not that that's like the, what's going to happen. I, we'll, we'll, have, we'll have a conversation after the show is over about like politics and stuff like that. But that has really made me like have a have a better understanding of where I my mentally like where I align in um, business and political ideals, and it's. Definitely not American. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the Saints at Bucks. Are we Which all? Which is super interesting because I've never been anywhere else. Right. So how do I have these like internal ideas that that don't jive with what we're doing here? There's in a lot of reasons. It's, we are we are ideas. we split on this game? Are we all going Bucks? What's going on uh, here? I think the Saints we are so really talk bad. about this game because this game sucks. Because I know, Saints, right? Because so the, Saints, just, the Saints just suck. No, oh, yeah. let's not hold on. Let's give the let's let's give the Saints their due in terms of telling people about how much they suck and like Alvin Kamara is just so so disappointing this season I'm mm-hmm. so like I moved off of him in a couple of spots like in my dynasty league I traded out of him and in the in my work league on ESPN I traded out of him and I just feel like a genius and and I stuck with him in a couple of leagues and uh, you know I don't feel like an idiot yet you but brave soldier in you. three or four more uh, games I might mm-hmm. um 
And this is another one that could be a little disappointing for Camara. You still have to start him. I'm still starting him, you know, everywhere I have him. Yeah, you can't sit him. And, um, like and I'm still starting Taysom Hill everywhere I have him. Um, I, I want to talk about Taysom because he didn't have a good stat line last week for points. <laughs> but I still love him rest of season. I still stand by everything I said last week. No, I, no, he, no. He, I, had, he had like seven rushes. Last week was a he bad matchup. Three pass attempts. And also he dropped a touchdown. He dropped he a touchdown. That, right? Like he, I, I swear to God, I, almost, a catch. Like, I was going to pause that. I, I was going to take a screenshot of that and send it in the group chat <laughs> and say and so, because it was right around the time that it was like becoming like confirmed that you were going to lose your matchup for the week. Yeah. And mine was mine and ours was over and I was winning. And uh, I was mm-hmm. I mean, this is your season. <laughs> This is, <laughs> this is Brian's season right here. Taysom Hill dropping this touchdown catch. And you Set know up what? for success. Actually, and yet. you know what? Honestly, like on that note, real quick, it wasn't just that. Like, did you watch the uh, the Bengals Titans game? Not much of it. No. So you you don't know about what happened with Derrick Henry? What? When I say that, you have no idea what no, I'm talking no, about. Uh, nothing rings a bell right so away. So you don't know that he caught. A sixty-five yard screen pass. Oh no! And I he saw dropped that. Yes. the ball. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I very much saw that because it, it was on red zone. I fantasy football so yeah, much. Yeah, because it's on red zone, and I'm watching. I'm like, yes, yes, and my kids are looking at me like I'm worried. Oh God, Dad's going off again. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> it changed so fast. Like, what the f just happened? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that was another game that I made sure to rewatch this weekend. <laughs> when I saw that, I just died laughing so hard because uh, I, I didn't even know that that had happened until I rewatched oh, it. Oh, I I knew. Whoo. I saw that live. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was epic. So yeah. are we all picking the bucks. Oh, so funny. Yeah, we got to take the bucks here. And, and okay, hold on, real, real quick. We're we're picking the bucks because we all still believe that they have a shot, right? I'm picking the Bucks. I, I is that is that where because I, I I feel like personally that's where I'm at on the Bucks is like they have enough pieces, they've got Tom Brady, <laughs> they've got a puncher's chance, a puncher's chance. Yeah, they, they, they have a low percentage. That's chance. how we feel yeah. about them, right? Like yeah. they're they're going to be in the show, and like in the playoffs. No, they're, I don't feel like I feel like they have a chance to be in the playoffs. Who's going to win their division? Who else is in the division? Uh, Saints, Carolina, and Atlanta. Carolina, Carolina uh, and Cardinals are on a bye this week. By the way, people, so lucky. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about that. My God, worst division in football. And you know what's funny? Yeah, no, you, you're you know right. what's they're, funny? They're it's like, win their so, and now um, you look over at the AFC East, and the Patriots are in last place at six and six, and for forever. That was like the worst division in football. <laughs> remember, because it was like you could just it mm-hmm. was it was four automatic wins for the Patriots when they played the Jets and the Dolphins every year. Four automatic, right. and, and it's like almost six because yeah. the Bills too. They're, those teams were so bad for so long, and then Brady gets out, and <laughs> and all of a sudden all of those teams are good. Yeah. yeah, it's really funny. And he goes to the NFC South, and all of a sudden all of those teams are bad. He's a really smart businessman. <laughs> <laughs> knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. And all, so yeah, we all take so, so, of, so right? how I mean, could you pick against him? He did lose all that money in the anyway. Oh, and Bitcoin. So are we ready to move on to Raiders at Rams Thursday night? Thursday night game. 
Yeah. Okay. So, uh, oh, wow. What a bad game. Wow. <laughs> so Raiders are minus wow. five with the over under at 42 and a half. If you're betting on the, the Raiders, you're at minus 205. And if you're betting on the Rams, plus 175. This I don't. This is this is a terrible game. What play. a dude. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. You're still <laughs> starting Williams. <laughs> Williams is going to get a lot of the. I mean, the all you can say is you're, you're going to start Josh Jacobs, you're going to start Devontae Adams, and God, Pollard, if you other can find than that, it. you're probably going to skip the Thursday night game and move on to Sunday. I'll watch it. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I have, yeah. Um, I am going to. The Rams are at home? Yes. yes. I'm going to pick the Rams. Ooh, and that is all that I will say about this game. Okay, I'm going to go, go ahead and lone wolf the, the Raiders and. The Raiders probably win. Yeah, they're probably. Who knows? Who so, cares? Man. Our, God, what an awful game. So go ahead and just run us through the fantasy prospects of this, real quick. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying is there's the, there's not a lot like Josh Jacobs. Um, you know he's been so on fire that if he's playing, you have to play him. And uh, you know Devonte Adams is absolutely amazing and and you know uh, getting an incredible target share. So you can't go away from him. But there's really nobody else on the Raiders you want to play, um, you know, with the possible exception of uh, Mr. Moreau there that we were talking about earlier. But um, like I say, I, that's, you know, a very unexciting. And that's just a kind of like, well, if you need to kind of thing, like you can. Um, and on the Rams side, like we just talked about it a minute ago with the, against Seattle, I think it's kind of this even with the Raiders being such a bad defense, like with Perkins in there at quarterback, I, like. You don't know what's going on at you gotta running just back. Gotta, you kind of just give got to give it to Williams. Like you're going to start Williams because he's just taking the the workload right now. I even picked well, him. Hope. I think in our DraftKings. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, he's pretty cheap right now. <sighs> um, if things start going their way, um, you might even want to look at Pollard a little bit because he, he doesn't get as many touches, but he is. Pretty productive when he does, I think, from from a Rams standpoint, a Rams fan standpoint. Wait, I'm, I'm uh, sorry, Pollard, who, who, what position? Well, see, because typically every okay, so so typically he receives right, like your what, what position is he? What position I don't know. Oh, okay, I'm like who's Pollard? <laughs> but every now and then, the name. every now and then, they put him back at running back to to go get us some uh, yards. Okay. You know what I mean? And it's like he's almost just as productive as some of the. Um, Running backs on the team, and if they would just go, you know what? Let's just start him at running back. Let's just get a shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, I feel like we are a game or two away from McVeigh just being like, you know what? Let's just start Pollard at running back and let <laughs> him go. Let's try for it. it. See what happens. So <laughs> start who? Maybe we back? can use him next Pollard. year. Who? That's Pollard. what I said. <laughs> He's he receives. He receives sometimes punt returns and he receives sometimes kickoff but returns. He's been getting a and every of now and then he'll get a touch at running back. And when he does, he's Powell. Seems, Powell, yeah, Powell. I think Powell. Uh, okay. I don't know why I said Pollard. Um, so yeah, um, yeah, he's an electric player. So yeah, that's funny. I, uh, and you know what? Last night the Patriots uh, put their their punt returner uh, in on offense. His first offensive snap, he he catches a a, a, a wide receiver screen and houses it. So, awesome. if you got now's the like, time for Rams to start trying to do shit like that. If you've got players who are talented with the football in their hands, you should be finding a way to put the football in their hands. Yeah, yeah. You saw that uh, Cavante Turpin 
won the uh, Angry Angry Runs Award. <laughs> I did not see that this week. I was like, who is Turpin? <laughs> He's 5'8", 165 pounds. <laughs> what? Who does he play for? The Cowboys. <laughs> what do he do? Like he just... he, so he made the team because he returned two kicks for scores in the, in a preseason game this year. Okay. And he's been good. Like he's been a very good kick returner. I've been like very happy to have him back there. Just um, one of those guys you're not sure what you're gonna do with him. Man, he's just too talented to let go. Yeah. Exactly. That's, cool. That's exactly what is what's going on. And then like and obviously he's a good football player too, because like like now his his winning of the angry run torch, you know, mm-hmm. the scepter was like it was it, mm. Whatever, like it's definitely not the you know. Chaka, it's we'll probably going to be the worst angry run of the year, but it was super impressive because of his size. He's five <laughs> eight, one hundred sixty five pounds, and a safety came barreling down on him, and he hit the safety, and the safety went backwards. Nice. So we got a couple of YouTube questions out there. I think we're Excellent. good with this Raiders game. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, Fields or Herbert this week? Ooh, that's a Herbert. good question. Herbert. I think Chaka's a first-time YouTube question. Yeah, that, that's a really good question. I, I'd Herbert. say Herbert, even if there was no questions about Fields' health, <clears throat> but there are questions about Fields' health. Man, so just that a... makes it completely easy to me. Like, you have to go Herbert there. Um, I need a beer. When you get a chance. You got it? I think this is another one of those, like like we were talking earlier, we were, um, more likely to get you 10 points was going to be Damian Thank Pierce, you. but more likely to get you 20 points was going to be um, uh, Tyler Boyd. This is a similar situation. It's like more likely to get you 25 points is going to be Justin Herbert, but more likely to get you 40 points is going to be Justin Fields still. Mm. And while I like I'm not and it's a low percentage, it's a low percentage for either of those okay. guys to hit 40 points. I would still say it's higher for Justin Fields. And I would agree that it's uh, to get 40 points. You're right, Justin Fields. But 25, but which is what you want. I would say 30. Even 30. 30. I, I agree. I agree. Even 30, 30 points. Even 30. Herbert's going like, to get Because I think that's where Herbert's at. Yes. Like, I, like I said this earlier, like we were before we got on you know, tonight, I, Herbert to me is the number one quarterback rest of the season. Okay. So, I mean, so we both agree Herbert Fields Cause, is. Because Herbert's been getting it done at a respectable level. All year long, while his guys have all been hurt, yes, he's had nobody all year long, and now his guys are coming back. Yeah, uh, it doesn't look like he's going to have Mike Williams this week, but he will have Keenan Hel- mm-hmm. Keenan Allen at uh, close to and, full strength. And, so, and now that he has like that built up rapport with the other guys too, I just feel like he's even more dangerous. Like yeah. the, the team's even more dangerous. Yeah, I agree. and their their schedule is they have the best schedule for quarterbacks. The rest of the season, Ooh, and one of my teams is really relying on it, man. I've got <laughs> I've got the Allen Herbert connection that just like I'm seven. And I five. tried to get Allen from you, like I didn't try hard enough, but I I, I like I wanted to get Allen yeah. from you, like I wasn't I wasn't as like committed to the idea. Like I'm still not like sold on Keenan Allen, but like I wanted to pair him with Justin Herbert because I For wanted sure. to have a Herbert target because I just believe in Herbert that much. Yep. <laughs> I agree. I mean? And one of my leagues, man, I'm really relying on him here at the end of the run. So. And as a comment, we mm-hmm. have um, what a busy saying that if Travis Etienne doesn't play, he's going to move Pierce from his flex into his running back two spot. Yeah, yeah. and I mean that's not a bad position to be in. But, yeah, that's but I would be I would um, based on what I have read and heard, Travis Etienne is a full go this week. Okay, I hadn't heard full go yet. Yeah, um, my understanding is that they were just very very cautious with him last week. Okay. Actually, no, you know, I did see that alert. Uh, actually, that was just a few hours ago, huh? 
Oh, is it this afternoon? Um, I think actually for me, I was uh, it was something I, I heard on ESPN yesterday. Oh, okay. And I and then I went and I read about it, and um, he he was a full participant in practice, so he should be good to go. Like you shouldn't. He's I don't think he's carrying an injury de- designation into the game. All right. So that being said, I got a little. Something a little fun for us to do here for a second before we move on to draft. We don't like fun things at all. (laughs) Um, So right now we just gave our week 13 pick'em scores uh, projections. And year to date, who are we beating, right? So uh, number one right now, Brian's got 109 picks correct. So who who out there is Brian beating? Brian beating is – Brian is beating – Seth Wickersom from ESPN. He's beating Dan Graziano. That's a good one. From ESPN. He's That's beating a good one. John Breach from CBS. He's beating Michael David Smith from NBC Sports. He's beating Pete Prisco. Oh, hold on, hold on. Michael, Michael, Michael David Smith has got 106 picks right. Michael David Smith. From NBC oh, Sports. Oh, that's, uh, that's, that's Michael Smith, uh, formerly of ESPN. Mm. Uh, he's beating Pete Prisco. He's beating DraftKings. He's beating DraftKings. Um, he's beating FanDuel. He's beating USA Today, Jared Bell. He's beating College Football News, Nick Shepkowski, Brad Kostranovo from Gridiron Experts. He's beating Mike Clay from ESPN. Mike Clay! Hey! <laughs> Mike Clay's my dude. He's beating Will Brinson from CBS. And um, we, me and Ken, have tied Will Brinson from CBS. And now, who are me and Ken beating? Me and Ken are beating Will Brinson from CBS. I'm sorry, Jeremy Fowler from ESPN. Take that, Jeremy Fowler. We are beating uh, Gridiron. (laughs) That's a good one, too. We're beating Gridiron experts uh, James Breyer. We are beating Yahoo Sports and Yahoo users. Um, We are beating Mike Finelli from from FF Faceoff. We're beating... Jason Law. That's Ken- actually awesome. Thank you for this. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> this is fun. I like the ego boost. Yeah. <laughs> we're beating Jason we do, Law. Yeah, because we're not out here like trying to like, like looking at all these guys, like, what they're doing. I have no idea what their pre- predictions have been for the year. You know, right. we do this based on what we what we think we know, you know, yeah. so that's really cool. And, that is really cool. And we're beating Jason La Confora from CBS. We're beating Jason <laughs> That's Reed. Really good, dude. We're beating Jason Reed from ESPN. We're beating uh, Jeremy Moss from College Football News. Um, let's see here. Let's Over read Jason off. La Confora. That's pretty good from NFL <laughs> Network. And let's see here. Let's read um, off a couple more of these ESPN guys. We're beating Dominique Foxworth from ESPN. He's good, too. Um, FanDuel, we're beating Brian Appear. Now, at this point, we are 25 games ahead of everybody else. That is of significance to read about. So that's <laughs> nice. right. Who's beating us? Uh, we the top of this list? Let's go, to, let's go to the top of this list. We want to know. Okay, so the top broadcaster right now is uh, Jamie Eisenberg. Oh, from, from CBS Jamie at 118, good. so you're nine oh, games behind Oh, that's him. really good, dude. To only be a one-off per week on Jamie Eisenberg, like less than one, Jamie's really smart. Oh, no, dude. I, I know Jamie. Yeah, he's one of the best fantasy football players out there. And USA Today's uh, Nate Davis is also at 118. Mike Florio from NBC Sports is at 116. So those are the top three uh, experts. Where's the – where's the – is – um. Matthew Barry on there because he's been killing the NBC guys. Let on, me see on uh, Sunday night or not? Yeah, on Sunday night football. Okay, I think what's, he's only gotten one wrong. What's his name? Wow. Barry. 
Matthew Barry. Uh, the I'm, fantasy football king. Yeah, no, he's good. I listen to him from time to time. He's not coming up. He's not coming up. Have you listened to his new show? Not, not his. No, no. Listen to the new show, Happy Hour. Yeah. Oh, dude, I need to. What, what was the. Um, Two weeks ago, you were telling me about a oh, podcast. the CSS, DFS, ESPN. Yeah, so he, so Matthew Berry's not coming up as far as any so comments. He, he, probably, he, prob- he probably doesn't pick all the games. He probably just picks Sunday Night Football. Okay, so he, he works for ESPN or for NBC now. So, all right, so that is that. We can that's, move on to really draft cool. for that, buddy. CFS, DFS, CSS. Oh, CSS, DFS. Oh, we got a question. Who should be my flexus? Uh, if this happens, Boyd, London, or Sutton? Ooh, Sutton. Uh, wait, what was the say it again? Boyd, London, or Sutton? For for what Flex. was the? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. He, I thought he was saying DFS for Tyler for Boyd. Some but uh, yeah, no, no. You you go Cortland, Sutton. Then. Yeah, yeah. Cortland, Sutton, Sutton, and Drake London, and like and, you, you take the sure thing points, and and if you just really absolutely need a super high score, maybe you take Boyd instead of, of Sutton. But, Honestly, if I wanted the super uh, high score, if I was like trying to get the highest score, the highest ceiling, I think uh, it's Drake London. Really? I do, I do, because we know they're going to be behind. Marcus Mariota is still the uh, quarterback. he is right? actually still the quarterback, and that's okay. concerning. That is that, concerning. That's, that's concerning. <laughs> not not. But that, but I really do feel that way, like, and that's not a shot at the Steelers. I just, I just feel that way. Like I really like Drake London. Well, but yeah, I, I would, but I, if, but you know, if my fantasy season was on the line, I'm starting Cortland Sutton in that okay. situation. Yeah, I did, I would too. So I guess I can go ahead and go first. Um, oh yeah, DraftKings. We're gonna pull up our DraftKings lineups. Cash lineup first, baby. Um, cash lineup first. I did win. Uh, I did place in our tournament lineup last I week. I so. lost, so I think I should probably take a shot. <laughs> <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Okay, so if you guys are just curious about our totals, um, this is actually one thing I am keeping up with these guys with. I've got five wins, five week wins. To Ken has four week wins and Brian has three week wins. But uh, I just want to point out the uh, total on the bottom there. <laughs> <laughs> like I had the fewest week wins, but I have the highest total. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's why I put so it in there. You got luckiest. Some, you got, some you redeeming. Got, yes, stuff. you guys are getting lucky. That's what I'm saying. You got luckiest the hardest one <laughs> yeah, week is what whatever. it sounds like. <laughs> So it's my cash. I am most consistent. That's, that's all I'm what, saying. That's not what it says. That's what it you says. Get three wins. You're least consistent. <laughs> so cash lineup. I get second most often. Here we go. <laughs> You're the Terry Labonte of, of fantasy football. <laughs> so, sorry, Ray. Sorry, no, I, cool. I had to throw that out there. Terry Labonte once won a NASCAR championship with zero wins. Ah. So. What a stud. Yeah, what a stud. <laughs> Starting at a quarterback, I have from Miami Dolphins tag. Uh, Tua, uh, running back Montgomery. Uh, I'm picking up Williams because he's 5,200 from the Los Angeles Rams, and I just feel like he's going to get a bunch of touches. Okay. Uh, Boyd from Cincinnati because Chase is kind of hurt, so he was only 5,300. Uh, against Kansas City, I felt like that was probably going to be the go-to. <laughs> Kirk from Jacksonville, Metcalf from Seattle, Hawkinson from Minnesota. I think Hawkinson's been a little consistent there. And um, even though you guys were kind of like on the fence, I picked Smith Schuster as my flex. And I could see the. No, it's a great start. Like, I, Juju is a great start. 
I, I feel like this game is probably my most bang for my buck for defense, and that's actually Chicago at Green Bay at 2,700. You pick Chicago? Yes, I picked Chicago. Interesting. Mm. Doesn't believe in Aaron Rodgers, does he? <laughs> sounds like he doesn't, but sounds this, like he's been listening hey, to my side of the argument. This guy, all, <laughs> hey, but you know what? This guy also said the Bengals were taking a step back this year. They, they, yeah. they still look like they are. And, <laughs> we, hey, they you, have you, a better you, record right now than they did. You're talking to the guy with five time. wins, man. You're, you're only at four. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I know. I should <laughs> shut up. I'm just saying. <laughs> only. He's like right behind me. Only at four. <laughs> all right. So uh, my cash lineup. Let's lead off with Justin Herbert at $7,200. You didn't. You suck. Yeah, I did. Uh, I mean, he's my guy. I, I thought that was... Eh, I thought it was getting different there with Herbert. Herbert's my guy. <laughs> what are you talking about? I, mean, <laughs> I traded for him in week one. Uh, all right. Yeah, anyway. All right. So Herbert at quarterback, $7,200. Um, we don't know exactly how he's going to get it done, but he's just been getting it done. And cash lineup, like we, we've talked about, you're looking for three to one. Herbert to me seems like a lock at four to one on this number. Yep. Like I, I just I, I don't see how he scores less than twenty five. Yep, I just, that's my I number really, two. I yeah, I really don't. Um, at running back, I've got uh, Najee Harris. At oh, 60, nice at sixty one hundred dollars. Najee, uh, I was thinking about him. Like Najee is a really good football player, mm-hmm. and really good football players don't like it when you talk about the guys that are behind them. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> he's had a couple of really good games, so I imagine he's probably just going to be more motivated to go out there and beat the crap out of the Falcons, who have not yeah. been very good. Um, so, yeah, I like at $6,100, he just, like you said. My only concern about him is is that ad- abdominal injury. Like, I just don't know how bad it was. I don't much about that. And, with and running backs, I don't I worry about stuff agree. like that. We're, I'm with you. Like, he's leg com- injuries with running backs are yes. what you worry about. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> Um, and so uh, I think that his $6,100 number is like if, if he scores a touchdown, you're in the money. Yep. And I just – this like he's had a couple of touchdowns stolen from mm-hmm. him the last couple of weeks. He To me, and Brian hates this, he's due. <laughs> <laughs> I will say he has been looking good. And he's looked uh, fantastic it would be a shame if he doesn't score. He, like, he's soon, really yes. looked good. Um, at uh, my other running back spot at sixty two hundred dollars, I got David Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Yep, good spot. <laughs> um, yeah, the Packers just gave up three hundred yards rushing. In, mm-hmm. in, in case anybody missed that, three hundred yards rushing in one game to the Eagles last week. Um, at wide receiver, we're gonna go revenge game. Seventy eight hundred dollars. AJ Brown. <laughs> Cool, cool. Uh, Started an eagle. All, I love it. Already has a three. You know that's going to bite you in the I ass. Love, <laughs> I love. You know what? I was I was so disappointed when the Eagles traded for AJ Brown because I'm such a fan. I uh, like him. I yeah. like him so much. He's and I, great. And I hate the Eagles so much. But you know what? I I can I can turn that off for AJ Brown. I can root for AJ Brown. Fair enough. As long as he's not playing against the Cowboys, I can still root for AJ Brown. So anyway, at, at I, I feel like. Um, seven eight hundred dollars was already kind of like a really good deal for AJ Brown, considering mm-hmm. that Devonte Smith is hurt. You throw in the fact that it's the revenge game, and and I, it could be a monster game. All right, this could be a monster game. At six thousand, got Tyler Lockett. Okay, Mister Consistency this year. And at fifty three hundred, <laughs> one of my favorite plays of the yeah. week, Garrett Wilson. Yeah, that's the obvious play of the um, week. Yeah, he's just like. He he has been monstrous. He's that dude, uh, and with 
And eight. now there might be a quarterback to throw to him. Uh, let's just, I don't want to talk about that. We want to talk about why he's you know, great right now, like in terms of the, like, we just focus on Garrett. You know, why, why, why you got to bring other people down? Sorry, sorry. God. Positive right. podcast, my yeah. bad. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we're talking about the Eagles, okay? <laughs> but no, yeah, like I'm still, I'm not ready to drop my, my Zach Wilson baton. Like, I, like to me, they're just a, they're a team that was too good to put up with his growing pains. This year, yeah. Yeah, but I'm not done with Zach Wilson. I'm yeah, not. You should throw that baton very far. I know. I know. I know how you feel, <laughs> but I like him better than Pickett. Um, at tight end, $3,500 seems way too low. Hayden Hurst. He's just been getting it done the last couple of weeks. He's like at $3,500. He's going to pay you. Um, and then if he scores a touchdown, it's just like you're, you're way in the money. Um, my favorite play probably on, on this list now after um, the week has gone along uh, in flex is $5,300 Brian Robinson. Okay. Um, Antonio Gibson not going to play this weekend. Brian Robinson has been getting work and been doing been putting up fantasy numbers anyway. Like that $5,300 number was probably worth it before Gibson got hurt and wasn't going to play. Now that Gibson's not going to hurt, he seems like a monster play to me. Just an absolute monster play. Okay. And then in defense, this seems too low. Twenty six hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, Pittsburgh at Atlanta. Yeah, for sure. That's just like Mariota is just going to be yeah. toast. I think. Yeah, you got to play the Steelers. Like the, their cash game, like they're like for twenty six hundred. Mm-hmm. They're only four hundred above the Stone Men. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's yeah, like, I was. I and saw they're that. guaranteed like seven points. Like yeah, you have to take the Steelers. Uh, TJ Watt's still playing, right? Oh yes. Yeah. Okay, he's worth it oh, by himself. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, we'll we'll start on the defense. I started Steeler D. <laughs> so yeah, that that will complete my cash game lineup. And moving um, on to Brian. Yeah, yeah, I've got the same quarterback uh, with Herbert. And I am shocked that you did not go with Keenan Allen as his uh, hookup there. Um, it's because this is cash. I know. And Keenan Allen is like guaranteed targets. He's you say only that, and I don't know that. I don't Mike know Williams that. Mike Williams isn't in there. Know, but, he, like, but DeAndre uh, Carter and, and Josh Palmer have been so good. <laughs> not last so, week. <laughs> or Palmer, anyway. <laughs> Palmer didn't put up the numbers last week. Yeah. But that, that's the thing to me is like with that Chargers, real quick, that Chargers offense is starting to get to the point where like they're all good enough that you don't you actually just don't know where Herbert's going to go with the football. I agree with that, Other but but you need you need uh Allen or or even uh Mike Williams out there to kind of like make things go. If you don't have either one of those, I think he's pretty It's more of a struggle. It's yes, been more of a struggle, struggle for sure. I agree. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so uh that's my connection is uh Herbert to Allen. And then my running backs, I liked. Uh, I went strong here. I went with uh, Nick Chubb. I think uh, it was hard for me not to put him in. Yeah, it was. It was super hard uh, against the Houston defense. I mean, my goodness, it's eight thousand for Nick Chubb. So you're looking. You're looking at twenty four. You need twenty four, twenty five points for him to like pay you off. Yep. And it's still is hard not to think he's. Gonna get like, it. Like, that, that he's, he's seems just pretty good. Yeah. yeah, he's playing against Houston. Yep, I agree. Um, And my next running back is uh, Aaron Jones. Uh, Aaron Jones has a great Mm -hmm. matchup against Chicago. Um, What was he, like 72? uh, 69. Oh, wow. That's a good deal. That's what I'm saying. He was just a great deal. Um, So um, that's that's the big reason why I took him is because just, I mean, how could he not get 20 points there uh, against Chicago? Um, My wide receivers, uh, Keenan Allen, of course. uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. 
just feels like he's going to have a great week against Jacksonville. There's going to be a lot of points scored in that game. And so I just I want to get some pieces of it, and he's mm-hmm. a huge piece of that puzzle. Um, and then, of course, uh, Mr. Wilson uh, from the Jets, uh, wide receiver, 5,300. I mean, just seems like a free square this week. Uh, kind of hard to get away from him, really. Um, As he's my fourth receiver in, the, in our league of record, I love hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he's good right now. He is good. As is my receiver core in our league of record. <laughs> and, and you're right. You're right. The rest of the team like looks a little iffy, but yeah, oh, you're right. You're so you don't like Justin Herbert. Awesome. You don't like Mark Andrews. You don't like the Cowboys defense. You don't like Daniel Carlson. Oh, they, I, I, I'm sorry. I didn't hear oh, a running back in I'm there. I'm sorry. Oh, the running backs are shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to the running yeah, back. Sorry. But you know what? But I, so yeah, that, but that was my strategy this year. Yeah. Was that I really just didn't think like, first of all, um, what happens with running backs every year is that at some point you get to the end of the year and someone is leaning on somebody that they picked up off the waiver wire and not only yep. that and like leaning on them and like successfully that yep. like that guy turned out to be a top ten running back and he was on no one's roster Ken Walker baby exactly yes. exactly on he was on nobody's roster all the for all the way until it was time to pick him up. And then you pick him up, and he's a top ten running back and the rest of the year. And that, so that was so I did not put a whole lot of like uh, resources into running back. The most resources I put into running back was Zeke, <laughs> and he paid off. Yeah, he's. I, I can't remember how much you paid 20. for twenty. Okay, yeah, yeah. He he paid up. He paid off for twenty. Like he, but, you realize he's a top twelve running back the last four games he started. He, but. You, you, I mean, you've started him, so you know the ups and downs that you've you've gone through, like mm-hmm. doing that. But yeah, no, his mm-hmm. good weeks. You're like, no, dude, I got Zeke. And the rest of the season, I feel like he's going to be a monster. He's going to be good. Like it, it's going to be going back and forth, but uh, he's he's going to be worth starting my, every week. Yeah, uh, go ahead and finish your lineup. Right. There's something I want to get out. Um, I didn't really want to finish my lineup. The last two, I'm like not super proud of. So I, so I was like willing to like do a little conversation there. Sorry, we should we should have coordinated a little better. I could have just covered you. We could have gone into the into the, into the cash line. Uh, my last up. two picks are uh, tight end. Um, I had to punt a little bit here. Uh, once you get below, I think it's like thirty six hundred or so on tight end. Like, there's just nothing. There, there's about six or seven people you can punt with. Yeah. So Foster Moreau's at thirty six hundred, and then Hayden Hurst is thirty five. Right. Yeah. And then I think Evan Ingram is three thousand this week. Yes. And, so, and, and so, you just guessed my tight end. Yeah. And, 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 <laughs> and I was going to say he's a, like he's probably the best start you can make for like. And, and the main that, thing, that is, and the main reason is, is because he's going up against the Detroit defense, which is absolutely horrible, horrible against tight ends. And we so. expect him to be like the third highest targeted player for yes. the Jaguars and, and in a we, game that's going to have a lot of points. That's the biggest thing. But like, I'm, I'm looking at all my tight end options, and it's like, well, this game has yeah, so, obviously got the highest total. I think that is going to happen, so that's the one I took. Uh, and then my flex is Skymore. So moving on, <laughs> <laughs> you flex Skymore. Huh? I flex for how Skymore. much? Uh, Thirty-one hundred. So he's, he's basically the stone man. Thirty-one hundred. Um, he's going to get some opportunities, and you never know there. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't feel super great about that one. I don't hate he's, it. No, he's been I, getting I, no, more work. I, I don't and, hate it at all. I think I, I've been watching him too. They like. I don't hate it. I don't feel good. If about you've it. been watching the Chiefs <laughs> at all for the last few weeks, the Chiefs have had a quote-unquote Sky Moore package, yeah. where like he comes into the game. And they obviously run their offense around him a little bit. The they li- they weeks, like yeah. they like him a lot. Um, 
So, yeah, no, I, I don't hate that at all. In a game where you, you expect they're going to need to score points th- for $3,100, no, that's fine. Yep, there you go. And then your defense was, I'm sorry. Oh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, okay. That, that was right. my first right, one. Right, you, <laughs> you let off with that. So. I, I guess I'll go ahead and go back. We can go reverse tournament. order here. Uh, tournament, um, as always, the, the tournament lineups are always just a little iffy, man. You're, you're going through this going, dude, I really want to do this. But that's kind of what you have to do. Like, we're entering, like, I'm entering a big tournament here. Um, so, you know, when you're having to beat out 20 plus thousand people, uh, you got to get a little different and you got to do something right and get lucky. And that's what we're going for this week. So at quarterback, we are going with, uh, Trevor Lawrence. Um, again, that Jacksonville Detroit game, I think is going to score a lot of points. So Trevor Lawrence is on an upswing. Let's see if he can have one of those really great weeks scoring 30 points or more. Um, I'm, I'm sticking with Nick Chubb at running back because, I mean, I just I expect him to be great this week. I really do. He could be RB one. And um, going on that, uh, <coughs> going in that direction, uh, the other guy that I think that could be RB one is Derrick Henry. So I went ahead and put him in my lineup too. So with the savings, that's a hot take. Yeah, with, with the savings from uh, Trevor Lawrence and uh, Christian Kirk. Uh, How Christian much was Kirk? Trevor Lawrence? I'm sorry. Fifty nine. That's good. Yeah. And Kirk is only six sixty three, and uh, going against the Detroit defense, so you gotta love that. Um, so I'm going to go back uh, the other way with uh, St. Brown on the Detroit side to make sure I've got a little bit something uh, coming on the other side on that game. Um, Wilson, <laughs> Garrett Wilson, you just can't get away from it. 5,300. Like, that's just the free square. I did. Wow. That's, yeah. that's tough to do. We'll, t- we'll talk about it. Um, at tight end, <clears throat> had to go with the uh, the Muth. The Muth! I don't know if you can see the shirt here, but uh, the Muth will get loot this weekend. <laughs> uh, I feel really good about that when I paid up at 4300 I mean, that's not paying up a lot, but um, for the consistency that the Muth has been putting out there, I think you he, notice he's that still a deal at forty three. Darren Waller and Dallas Goddard are still the number five and six most, most expensive tight ends on, on the <laughs> Just top. Just in case. <laughs> they might come back. That's how bad tight end is. I agree. That's how bad tight end is, is that a tight end that has basically done nothing all year long and is on IR right now. Is the fifth highest <laughs> you could pay on DraftKings for a tight end, and you have to remember literally, that going into draft literally. Season. And I'm, people use this word way too much, but this literally makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like I said, going into draft season, you have to remember that, guys. You have to remember that it's so important. Tight end. If you don't get one of the top two or three, yeah, don't, just don't do it. Just yeah, just just punt. Yeah. There's no. You'll there's, figure something yeah, out later. Don't don't waste. Yeah, never waste a rounds three through seven pick on a tight end don't ever do that don't ever do that so i don't know if you're paying attention to my lineup there but uh you might have seen some pretty high prices for the, there. For the, just um, just know. for some like clear like just to qualify that <laughs> i drafted kyle pitts a bunch this year <laughs> In round three, <laughs> don't, Ouch. don't, so Ouch. don't like, do that. Don't do that. Like if you can't get Kelsey, like and I, the, one of the the podcasts I listened to this week was talking about twenty twenty three. Is Travis Kelsey the number one overall pick? Wow. And it's so crazy because like, and I told you guys, I told you guys, I was like, to me this year, this year Travis Kelsey was a number one pick. He was a first round pick. Like, you could not be upset with taking Travis Kelsey in the first round. And, like, there was there was kind of like, you know, 
playback at, at that. No, like, I, I agreed, but I didn't have the conviction that and you then had. Now, you were like high, and I was just like, and oh, now, and high now, second round. And now I really do think we're going to be having this conversation all like next summer. We are going to be talking about whether or not we want to take Travis Kelsey number one. And age is going to be a big part of that conversation. And it's the but. only question, though. And that was the only question this year. Yep. All right. So we'll, we'll have that during the offseason. Can't wait. <laughs> All right, and um, like I said, uh, I spent a lot of money in my other spots. If you were listening there, like I, I spent some cash, so I had to save some cash. He likes to punt. So he's I a went, stealer. He likes to punt. I went with, <laughs> I went with the uh, Titans at defense. Uh, I, you know, stone you cold minimum, I, baby. I almost did that. I actually like them this week. Yeah, well, I did, do. For for uh for twenty two hundred and they're, they're that's I the mean, best minimum play I've seen absolutely. all year and they average yeah. seven points like yeah. they're they're gonna score some points typically the team one. that's on the minimum is Houston right or or Cleveland or like uh, who who else this year has been really bad on on defense actually none of the teams have been historically bad on defense yeah. this year just Houston but it's been more matchup but yeah yeah it's it's the actually actually that's interesting now that i think about it because there hasn't been a whole lot of teams that you just like oh we're playing against that team we target that team on defense it's really just been houston this year like oh (laughs) (laughs) no it hasn't you target their offense what i'm kidding kidding. (laughs) now you target their defense (laughs) and now the 99 has gone oh my god that guy is a freak anyway all right, so uh, Titans defense uh, seemed like a value play, and then I only had twenty eight hundred left for my flex. Oh boy! So um, I went with Isaiah Likely. It's a, it is <laughs> it is Isaiah, right? I don't even know. It's, oh, it's it is. Likely, I yeah. hate, uh, dude. I hate that. Actually, I want you to change that so bad because 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 like if that comes to fruition, that hurts so many of my fantasy teams. <laughs> like, because that means something bad happened to Mark Andrews. No, probably. I, it, and honestly, I'm it doesn't. Kidding, kidding. I, I, I think really that, that they're going to be utilizing both tight ends. This I week. told you, I like him a lot. Yeah. Like, and and they like him a lot. Right, and, and, and they I they're going to be running like their receivers exactly, at all. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And mm-hmm. so I think he's got a nice little floor. Yeah. for 2800 yeah. Go ahead. All right. Uh, my cash lineup, I love. Actually, this is going to be really one of our most fun uh, weeks. Uh, like, I, w- I wish this was not – this was our cash lineup and not our tournament lineup <laughs> because my tournament lineup is like uh, the antithesis of yours. Okay. I have Jared Goff <laughs> for $5,300. Uh, I've got Josh Jacobs at $7,900. I've got DeAndre Swift at $5,600. At wide receiver – I've got Zay Jones, I've got Amonra St. Brown, and I got away from Garrett Wilson by playing Corey Davis for $4,900. Oh, wow. Now, Corey Davis is uh, has been very, very quiet most of the year. And hurt. He had more than 70% of the snaps last week. Elijah Moore had less than 50%, and Denzel Mims had less than 30%. They don't like Elijah Moore, man. They don't like They, they don't like they him. love they love Corey Davis. They do. They love they themselves and Corey Davis. I agree. They were working him back into the fold last week. It was a rainy game. It wasn't a very like it wasn't a very good opportunity for him to get back on track. I feel like that's this week. It's a There's very gonna be high a, risk, a high reward play. Yeah, like and it. we're playing tournament. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I like it. And for yeah, he is he is my puntiest play on my tournament lineup for forty one hundred dollars. And I and I feel very, very, very good about him. I think he's gonna score this weekend. Uh 
Um, and he is like, uh, so we know, like we everybody is hot and bothered about Garrett Wilson right now. Yep. So what happens when they put coverage on him, right? Coverage is going to come off somebody else. So who's that going to come off of? It's going to come off of Corey Davis. It's not going to come off of Elijah Moore. It's not Denzel Mims. Don't worry about Tyler Conklin. The second pass catcher that you want this week from the Jets is Corey Davis. I like the theory. Um, and so, I, so I've got Corey Davis, Zay Jones, and Monter St. Brown at receiver at tight end for $3,600. I got Foster Morrow. <laughs> Fair enough. Not Moreau. Morrow. Now, I will always say Moreau. Not Moreau. He it's is not the island of Dr. Moreau. That's who he is. He does not like that. <laughs> I do. It's Moro. It's Moro. Okay. Don't care. It's Moro. It's Foster Moro. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, at uh, and then in my flex, at eighty five hundred dollars, I've got. <laughs> <laughs> I just like doing that every once in a while. I, 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 I was like, man, he's not spending any yeah, cash. Okay. Austin Eckler at eighty five hundred dollars. So Austin. So my uh, my main stack is going to be Jared Goff with the Monterey St. Brown and DeAndre Swift. I'm going to stack against them with Zay Jones. And then my secondary stack is going to be Josh Jacobs and uh, Austin Eckler and Foster Moreau. Wow, two running backs in the same game. That's a risky prop. Yeah, but it's Austin Eckler. No, no, dude, I, Austin, I, I, I get it because he's a receiver. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah like, and Still Austin, risky, but I get it. Austin, Eckler's, Austin Eckler is never risky. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy talk. And then for $3,000... I've got the Green Bay Packers defense. What? All right. Spent up on Green Bay. So what a busy. We'll get to your questions here in a second. Uh, is that, are, are you done yep. with that? I am all done. Okay. So my last, um, just kind of throwing it out there. We did, we started doing the, um, the tournament games, like kind of like paying attention to them, maybe like halfway through the season, maybe three or four games into the season. So we really haven't been tracking it. Um, so, that being said, I think I've maybe got a little bit of cash, maybe out of two, three, or four tournament lineups so far. So um, my tournament lineup is actually the opposite of Ken. I'm going actually Jacksonville heavy. So I'm going to start with um, Trevor Lawrence at Jacksonville, um, where I'm one of my um, non uh, players for the game is going to be Derrick Henry for uh, Tennessee. And that's going to coincide with my defense. I'll explain that here in a second. Um, but um, I'm also going with Swift from Detroit, Boyd from Cincinnati, um, Kirk from Jacksonville. How much was Tyler Boyd? Sorry. Uh, 5,300. Okay. Um, Kirk from Jacksonville, St. Brown from Detroit, Ingram from Jacksonville, um, Allen from as uh, my flex from the Chargers, and then my defense is Tennessee. And the reason why I picked the defense for Tennessee is one, they're cheap. Two, um, they're. I feel like Tennessee has been doing a pretty good job of just staying on the field, right? So, which means their defense doesn't have to work they're as good hard. At, they're good at slowing the game down. So, I, I said earlier they've been they have done a really good job of bringing other teams down to their level. Yep. They are very good at slowing the game down. And that's a combination of and, using Derrick Henry to keep them and so, offenses and, uh, off the field. And um, I think it was uh, a couple weeks ago they were playing the, the Chiefs in primetime. And Mike Vrabel talked about that, how important it was just to get a first down. Mm-hmm. Like it was like to him, um, you, 
I can't remember exactly what he said, but my takeaway was how impressed I was that he put such a um, such an importance, such a, a paramount on getting the first first down of the drive. That is it. So that is very important to Tennessee's offense is get is making sure that they control the clock. Yep. They want to make sure that they take a certain amount of time off the clock and shrink the game. They want to make sure that they stay in the game and they have done that week in and week out. Yep. And I don't think this will be any different. Like when I picked them to beat the Eagles, I didn't it's not because I think they're just going to like smash them anyway. It's going to be I, I think it's going to be a close game and I think the Titans are going to figure out how to win. Right. That being said, let's move on to the uh, our questions oh, yeah. to, before we Where wrap up our night. Uh, first question, thinking of trading for a stud wide receiver, which running back should I trade? ETN, CMC, or Damian Pierce? I would trade Damian Pierce. If I, I mean, Damian Pierce is the least valuable of those, those three, so I'd trade him if you can. But, I mean, it depends on what you're trying to trade for. I mean, obviously, you're going to get a lot less for Damian Pierce than, Pierce than the other two. Um, I don't think you're going like, to get... I'd be willing to trade CMC. And his wide receiver one is Alave and wide receiver to me, two is like, C- that's okay. what I, That's what I was actually so, getting at. Is I think me, you CM- can get a haul for CMC. I agree. And I, just the you way... You probably get more than he's worth. Exactly. Because the way he's, he's being put into this San Francisco you, offense, you, I think he is going to be a huge part in the playoffs. And a huge part, you know, like in their playoff run. But they're, hold, they're, they're, they're holding him. them back. Yeah, Absolutely. I, I really get that feeling that they're just agree. holding them back. They're using when they need it. And, that, and that, was, that was another point earlier when I was talking about CMC and talking about um, how uh, I was disappointed that Elijah Mitchell got hurt. Because I feel like they're not going to give him, like, he's yeah. not, you're not going to get the CMC experience that you got from Carolina. Yeah. Like, maybe in the, in the actual NFL playoffs. Yes. But in the regular season and anything that has to do with fantasy football, I don't think so. I think you're right. I think they're going to hold him back. Um, and they can. That's how and that's, yeah, that's and, how and that was their team is, That yeah. was my point in talking about how good they are. It's like I, I didn't I didn't think that they needed Christian McCaffrey to get to the Super Bowl. So, anyway, so I think you could trade him and get yourself a stud receiver and bring something back running back wise. If you wanted to do that. And the he's pro- thinking about targeting Devontae Adams. Uh, that's Ooh, a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, that's you get Devonte and a little extra. Uh, yeah, um, it's just difficult to find. A, I think the, probably the hardest part is finding a trade partner right now because you're either dealing with somebody who's also like on the they're chasing a championship, or yeah. you're dealing with somebody who's not paying attention anymore. Well, and that's the thing is this is really late. Like most most leagues don't accept. Trade, I still have my point, league, so. one, my work league, my ESPN work league. There's still people are still trading. Okay. Like some, someone traded Damian Pierce for Justin Herbert last week. I'm pretty pissed off about it. <laughs> the team is like right behind me. They yeah, got Justin I, Herbert. You're going to get that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I, I get it. And, and that, and that one's close. That that's a, yeah. that's a close trade. But anyway, um, yeah, I would be weary about trading CMC away just because of how like I'm how scared I am personally of Damian Pierce the rest of the season, and not because of Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce looks because fine. Of that offense. It's the offense. The offense looks so inept. They look. They just. They don't. They don't. They have. Yeah. They com- They have a complete lack of confidence. Yeah, honestly, from what I'm seeing from your team there, I, I'd probably be willing to stand pat. But if you can get a great trade for either Pierce or McCaffrey, mm-hmm. I'd go for that'd it. That'd be the way like, I go. But not like, but don't let go of ETN. Yeah, and don't go for even value. If yeah. you think it's an even value trade, don't do Just it. Just don't do it, yeah. Yeah, you're you're good with what you have. But if you think you can get extra value, if you you think you can get a little more than what McCaffrey or Pierce is worth, then I'd go for it. 
Any other questions? That's it. We're all caught up. Um, yep, he's thinking about targeting Vante Adams. Yep, that we're all caught up. So, <clears throat> thank you guys for joining us tonight. Uh, Ken, yeah, you want to spit we out are your... running out of weeks to do this way too fast. Uh, dude, it's going quick. It really is. Yeah, and I mean, thank you to everybody who's been with us. You know, like absolutely, a, like, we really, really, really appreciate it, and it's been a lot of fun for us doing yeah. it. You know, and Wada Beasy, man, thank you for being out there yeah, all the time. You're the I think man. Juan's yeah. out there a lot too. Yeah, and yeah, thank you guys. That's it. We'll see you guys next week. Have a great week, guys. Crush it. Get them playoffs. Peace.